Yo, what's up, everybody? On this week's show, Braden's back live in studio for Mr. Conspiracy's Power Hour, sans Mr. Conspiracy, as he's still traveling the world, doing who knows what. However, it turned into more of a story hour, with us just telling stories of anything we can think of. Thanks for listening to Alien Theorists Theorizing. We appreciate the support. Cheers. to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case Files 72 Power (laughs) 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 Blew our fucking eardrums Mr. Conspiracy is not here We just had a We just had a group circle And uh, Group circle jerk Group circle jerk And uh, Shit (laughs) Producer Ryan let us lay this down. The lay down the of, fucking law on everyone's of everyone's fault, and they weren't. Yeah. They were just. They were just deeply personal things we can't change. <laughs> I think we might have. Uh, I think the podcast might be over now. Yeah. We're all now. We're all self conscious. There was a little bit. There was. I'll be honest. There was a lot of crying. It's been an emotional no, time here. Fine. I'm just gonna avoid peas from now on. Yeah. I don't want to pop them. Pop those <laughs> peas. Pop that pussy. No, you can't sing that. Um, no, uh, Mr. Con- since we're doing a power hour of Mr. Conspiracy, uh, Mr. Conspiracy is currently in Angkor Wat, Cambodia. So if you are anywhere near Angkor Wat, Cambodia, and you want to meet up with Mr. Conspiracy on his worldwide tour of, <laughs> of nonsense and hashtag look it up, uh, <laughs> he sent me a picture of Angkor Wat and it, it was him. He's got a really gross ass scraggly beard and, uh. He, he he doesn't look happy at all. He's just in front of a temple. He's in front of like the main temple. And he goes, "Yeah, cool temples, cool, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool." You um, know, so it's just Anchor White, one of the places with the most amount of stone card figures in the entire world. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Whatever, no big no deal. No big deal. No big deal. Same as chicken pizza. Like, fuck it. I'm going golfing. Yeah, I'd rather go golfing. <laughs> I hear the Mexican Gulf resorts are the best. Really, really well valued. Oh, that man. blows my fucking mind. <laughs> hey, I got something I'll never get out of my brain. That in, was the, in, one of the coolest in, things. In I've all ever honesty, seen. though, no one really wanted to come. You didn't really want to come at first. No one really wanted to come. Eventually, everyone was like, "Okay, we're on board." Well, I wanted to go. Yeah, I me. Mean, yeah, to, I know. I was. That's the first, only thing I wanted to do when we went to Mexico. No, but the only way the, I'm leaving. No, in the morning when we were setting up the thing. You're like, Ooh, hundred yeah, bucks, man. That's, that's uh, after uh, hundred bucks. That first thing in the morning, uh, all day. Ooh. Yeah, that's after uh, I fucking paid for two trips. So yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's a little different. <laughs> yeah, right? extra hundred. One hundred becomes two hundred real quick. Um, it's more like three thousand becomes <laughs> another three thousand real quick. <laughs> do we have any? Space news, or are we just skipping space news too? Goddamn, found a lake on Mars! Space oh, yeah. news! That's pretty big space news. Space news, found a lake on Mars. <laughs> an actual water lake, or like what was a lake? They think it's a water, like a full lake under like a mile of ice or something. See, yeah, this is more of the shit. I don't think they're 100% sure. They think it's either a lake or it's it might be sediment, though. It might be just mud. They yeah, see, this is again, you guys There's hype. A chance. 
You hype me with the fucking space news. Last time we did podcast, you're like, there's fucking spiders on Mars. And they're like, well, just wait. There are these little fucking rock formations that could potentially be spiders or look like spiders. Is there fucking water or not? We don't they're know. Not really we don't know. Spiders. So it gives like, a I shit. Said that. They said they just look like spiders. Yeah, but the opening, you hooked me. You're like, there's spiders on Mars. Well, spoiler alert. I haven't listened to Case Files 71. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Because I won't be listening. Be honest, you probably don't listen to the ones you're not on anyways. No, I only listen to mine. And exactly. I, I, Zell actually sends me clips of just my voice. Yeah, and just, I just yeah, I do a special edit just for you. Yeah, it's I'm it's two hours longs of just mmms and ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, no, it says water hiding 1.6 kilometers below Mars' south pole. Hiding? Hiding under the ice. Here's my question, from what? <laughs> Let's get on that topic. What could it be? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Apart from humans, they don't want us to come over there to Mars and take all their awesome Mars water. That's true. High quality H2O. Probably better than ours. Probably tastes better. All right, well. They're hiding from Nestle. That's who they're hiding from. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. should. They should, man. They fucking. Crooks. That was. Fucking bottled <laughs> Mars water. That was one picture I almost took when, I was in, when we were in the States in California. We went to the AMPM to buy beer. There was like a twelve pack of beer. It was like thirteen bucks, and there's twelve pack of water. It was fifteen bucks. It's like wow. That's yeah, weird. How does this even happen? <laughs> there's more things in beer. That's crazy. That's what I, I know. It's water. The same amount of water in the beer, and then a whole bunch of other shit, and then a ferment, fermentation process and all this stuff. And like time and labor. Yeah. And it's like someone holding it over a tap. It's water. It's like the. It's like Nestle in Hope here in BC. Yeah. Nestle's there, just pumping out hundreds of gallons of water, barely doing any treatment, and then it's putting it in a bottle and selling it to you for four, four bucks. Crazy. It's insane. Um, any other space news? I didn't have any space news because I thought we, normally a, this is a little looser power hour because normally we don't. Uh, this is a this is an in studio power hour. Yeah, oh yeah, back in studio. Got a couple of cases of beer on the table. It's pretty nice. Studio is looking better and better every time I'm here. I'm loving it. Um, it's sounding great too. My recordings are sounding amazing. Oh, I went to Oregon Coast. Yeah. Uh, went to, I told you guys this, but I'll tell Dan, I, there's like a, a little bit of a Bigfoot museum in Leavensworth, Washington. Nice. Um, not big, like honestly, it's just a big room, I would say. Mm-hmm. But, man, Washington, they have a ton of Bigfoot like shit everywhere. Like everything's got Bigfoot on it. I bought a sweater that says Believe Bigfoot. It's got a big picture of Bigfoot on it. Like a bunch of Bigfoot like keychains. That's our cash cow, dude. Bigfoot. Yeah. But so I went in and they have like the, you know, they have like a live, uh, you know, a standing statue of Bigfoot and like pictures and like the the casts of the foot the on cast, the wall yeah. and pictures, you know, right. the picture of the like Patterson Gimlin film. And I was like, oh, I just reminisced about Bob Gimlin. Beautiful <laughs> blue eyes. <laughs> I sat there and those baby blues. Then like the girl working by the counter, I was like, oh, I just, you know, just interested. I'm like, oh, you know, there's a lot of Bigfoot stuff here. Like, you guys, you know, they get a lot of sightings and stuff. She's like, I don't fucking know. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, what? Wow. I was like, hi. She's like, I just work here. I was like, is there anyone else here? She's like, no, like, just me. Just me. Just me. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And then she was just like on her phone, like behind the counter. And I was like, all right. Well, so that's for your fucking toonie back. <laughs> I wish it was a toonie, <laughs> man. Fuck. I was a little embarrassed about how much I spent to go in that little room. Do that a couple times where I'd go, oh, that looks cool. Let's go in there. And they'd be like, mm, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, Disappointment. Disappointment. Uh, why don't we fire up the X3? Fire it up, and we're thinking at it right now. Hey, 
monsters. I mean, monsters. 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 Oh shit! Wow, category monsters. Um, all right. What do okay. we got? What, what do we got? got? What, what to pull it? up? It's oh, hold on. It's it's spitting out the the sheet for me. <laughs> I think of those one of those old computers. Where it's like, <laughs> printer. <laughs> there, oh, That's there it goes. fucking perfect. There it goes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I, think there's, I think there's one more page coming. There we go. All right. Nailed it. It's not even separate sheets. It comes oh. on the one long sheet. Yeah, you get one it yeah, what, off. Yeah, with the like with the, that, that the, stuff that you pull off yeah. on the sides. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, this one's going to be a good one. <laughs> he hasn't read in a while. This is uh, in the not so human category of monsters. This is called the terrible old man thing. What? Wow. As opposed uh, to the middle-aged man thing or the young man thing? <laughs> yeah. The terrible, <laughs> terrible man thing? The senior man thing? You know, it's kind of sexist. I agree. But, yeah. Let's read it. Uh, the following account from Terry in Shingle Springs, California, is, with out, is without doubt one of the most chilling man in black themed reports ever to have reached me. Read on, and you will see why. Oh, oh, fucking shivery there. This encounter occurred during the day time. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck, I'm such a bad reader. (laughs) It wasn't the reading, it was the reaction to your fucking bad reading. Well, no, it's because I was like, I started. This happened during the daytime. No, I was like, well, I said, I too, too much emphasis on day. I was like, this happened in the day. And then I stopped and I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked this up. Now I got to get time. <laughs> There's too long of a pause. Yeah, but nobody's surprised. It's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. you're, help, you're helping out all those dyslexic people. Yeah, yeah every, that, you know, that helps me get through this. <laughs> this encounter occurred during the daytime, <laughs> 35 years ago in 1977 at a Winchell's in Sunnyvale, California. I was just 18 years of age at the time. My best friend and I had just finished our coffee and were heading for the doorway to leave. As we were passing, a man seated at one of the tables, he reached out and firmly grabbed my wrist. In that moment, my first reaction was to jerk away from his grip. But looking down at him, I realized that he was a very old man, and I felt in the moment that he was harmless. He was dressed in black, wearing an old-fashioned hat and suit. His clothing looked like it was from 1930s. The 1930s. <laughs> he was extremely pale, very thin, and appeared to be very old. I guessed him in his 80s or 90s. He told my friend and I that he was a palm reader, a very good one. He claimed he could... Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Is it cadence? Is that what I'm bad at? Cadence? Yeah. Let me just start this one again. He told my friend and I that he was a palm reader. A very good one, he claimed. (laughs) That's not a very good one. He claimed. He claimed. And could (laughs) he please do us a favor by giving us a reading? (laughs) Old man. Yeah, I'm a palm reader. Uh, Let me, please. You've got such nice hands. Let me read your cards. (laughs) Uh, My friend and I talked briefly to each other about his offer, and I agreed to let him. I first sat down across the table from him. Then, as my friend was starting to sit down alongside me, he stopped her 
and asked her to please go sit a few tables away out of earshot from us, explaining that the information was going to be direct and personal. We would need some privacy. She complied and moved several tables away. Once my friend was seated away from us, I placed my hand on the table in front of him, palms up, and looked into the man's face. It was then that I noticed the old man's eyes were completely glazed over with cataracts. Oh, no. He was surely blind, I thought, as his gaze was unfixed and unfocused in my direction. I asked him, how long have you been a psychic? He responded by saying that his ability had nothing to do with being a psychic and emphasized that it had everything to do with science. You gotta, science. You, you have to do an old man voice when you talk like him. You have to. When he talks? Yeah, that's the only Which way kind to of do old it. Voice? Which kind of voice? You've done it again, Mago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when he get, there's, he's got some speaking lines coming okay. out, so to him. He began by talking about my early childhood experiences, along with some very painful incidents that occurred to me in which he had precise and detailed information that I was sure no one could have known about. Quite suddenly, I felt very vulnerable and exposed as he recounted these events, his knowledge. His knowledge unnerved me to my very core. Staring straight ahead, he moved along into my present situation, lecturing and chastising me like a father would a child for some poor choices I had made during that time. All the while, he broke a donut down into tiny pieces. <laughs> what? <laughs> my, my mind raced as I tried to figure out how on earth could he know this stuff? It was then in that moment that I would forever change my ideas of secrets kept and how I viewed my own identity in the world. Apparently, nothing could be hidden from myself or anyone else for that matter. I felt naked in the truth. He continued this reading, now delving into my future and that of upcoming world events, with stories sometimes so harsh and brutal that I clearly remember wondering if I would ever catch a break in life. Among other things, he warned me of a time when that by speaking about UFO experiences, I would anger the governmental powers that be, and he cautioned that I would be dealing with very dangerous people and circumstances. He rambled on, often emphasizing again that this all had to do with science. I asked him science, if he could see any kind of success coming to me ever. He responded by telling me, you will not find success in life. You will die of a broken heart. It will be a stronger woman who will be successful. As I listened to his words, I began to cry, and he sharply asked me, Are you going to lay down and die like a frightened whore? <laughs> 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 or, or are you going to be willing to stand up and fight like a worthy warrior? I was stunned into silence. And then he said, whether you realize this or not, I have done you a huge favor today, and I will be returning to see you in the futures, years from now, to collect on it. Oh, that's fucking creepy. Was, creepy as fuck. Well, he definitely won't be seeing her since he's glazed over with cataracts. So <laughs> <laughs> not only that, this old guy's doing him a favor. He saw him walk in with this chick who he's already talking about as his friend. This fucking guy's in the I friend zone. I don't... 
He's in I his don't fr- understand why it's called the terrible man, old man thing. It just sounds like a terrible old man. I don't know what makes <laughs> Why is this old thing. man terrible? This old man is just telling he's the truth. tentacles. creepy bug eyes. Like, where's the monster monster part of it? Yeah. <laughs> this guy was just such a fucking little, he laid down like a little whore. He's such a little bitch little that bitch. this guy gave him bad news. He curled up little boy. He's a terrible man thing. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. I, I, was, I was waiting for a fucking werewolf or something. Well, and then he then he turns into a werewolf and bites his head off. Yeah, yeah like obviously sharp teeth or something. He needs like, tentacles, no, but it's just a creepy old man. Like big fucking plenty of those. penis trunk that the actual man thing has. The man thing. Yeah, you know, like man thing. Oh yeah. The fucking, oh, he's yeah, got like yeah. the, the fucking elephant trunk. Yeah, I'm fucking weird. No, he doesn't. Well, maybe he's got some sort of trunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna collect <laughs> on it later. Oh. Um. There's a fucking lot more fucking man thing. Let's no, fuck. Man. Let's, let's. Should we pause this here? This guy's a. This guy's a pussy. That's Let's pause it, it because it goes into the future now. This is this was. Uh, oh, so he comes collect. Yeah, this That's is where a monster comes out. I know it. It jumps into the future on these next pages. What's but the let's future? leave this 2009 in this book. Oh, so it's already happened. Oh shit! Yeah, it's interesting. So interesting. let's do. Rip me off a little piece of paper. Yeah. Because I am going to. I mean, get me you, a how? folder. You put it in your brain. Get me a folder because I'm going to save the printout. Yep. yep. Save and the we'll printout. Save the other half of. Man yeah, we'll fold up the forty-five foot long gonna, piece of paper. Are you gonna? Yeah, hold on. Look, just wait for one a second. second. Yes, he's working on it. It's really long. There we go. It's like in size, size, size forty-eight for font. terrible yeah. old man thing, yeah. or we file it under M for man thing. Well, it's it's between. It's right between. Uh, no, it's old man thing hyphen terrible. So it's oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's put it O's. We're playing the O's. It's in the O's. Right yeah, next yeah. to Ogopogo. Yeah. Ogopogo. Um, so there, there's our... <laughs> you're going to lay down and die like a frightened whore. He's giving us... This is a nice old man giving a guy a pep talk. It, who I, think is obviously, I think it's a chick. Obviously in the friend zone. Are you sure? No, it's a girl. No, it's it's a, a girl, but she... No, it's a girl. It's 100% sure? a girl. I'm going to... Oh, i got to fucking unfold this oh, thing. Okay. One, sec- one second. It's going to be a while. You know what I say? He's saying he's like you're never gonna be you're never gonna get love if you keep hanging with this chick who's your friend. No nope. friend you know zone. It's, 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 it's friend zone. This is two girls. Two girls. I just hey, you know this why is, you're confused. This is 2018. Maybe they're. You know why you're confused? Could be anything. I have a man's voice. That's could probably what threw you off. Mm. Yeah, mm. Maybe. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so uh, X3 is it's got it's got good stuff. Like the X3. I'm loving I'm loving the X3. Yeah, I mean that one wasn't really a monster story even it was supposed to be but. Well you know it could be it's not finished yet. It doesn't what's what's your definition of monster? That's true. Could be, uh, could be hey, anything. You know, have you ever met my dad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Rob. Your, dad, your dad's a that. monster. Yeah, we love him. We love him, though. That's a in-studio joke only. No one can yeah. know what we no, just Dan, Dan will tell you later. <laughs> Dan will tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you later. Uh, that's funny. He doesn't actually listen to this, does he? Sometimes. He hears like snap and shit when he hears it. Ooh, he made a joke. Ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll get a text right away. Wait, no, he's a beauty. Does, does your dad listen? My dad? Yeah. Fuck no. Oh, my, oh yeah, my dad does. Does he? Yeah, of course. My One da- of our biggest fans. I, my dad has never listened. He's like, what is it about? I'm like, aliens? He's like, fuck no. <laughs> he your dad about probably, <laughs> does your dad smoke weed? He has been lately. Oh, really? I've been so maybe he'll get into it then. I've been rolling joints for him. Uh, maybe he's get getting too stressed it. at work. I was like, you know what? You just got to fucking chill out, man. You're yeah. going to pop a blood vessel here any second. You have a fucking stroke. Yeah, that's why I told him. Yeah. Even though it's in good shape, it's like your heart's working too hard. You got yeah. too much horm- like too much adrenaline going all the time. Your heart's going to pop. Yeah, it's all these Giselle and Cortisol, man. taking their long way home, driving back. <laughs> and I saw a truck diddly-dallying in 
Timmy's the one ton today. Little fucker, eh? Hot, putting around. I was like, oh, James is probably just fuming. JZL Holmes, you deserve the best. Yeah. <laughs> free ad. What are we giving free ads now? I thought fr- we said we're never doing ads. Never doing ads. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad had to pay for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you need a house built in Okanagan Valley, jzlhomes.com. <laughs> you can't lose with JZL Holmes. Is that the that's good? that's pretty much it, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Mm. I'm sure. Oh, beards are tasting good, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't really drank that much lately. So why pretty I much know? since Alien Con actually I haven't really had that, too uh, many beers. I've been fucking this last two weeks just beers every day. Yeah, I can fucking tell. Yeah. You got at the seam here, buddy. Yeah. What uh any good stories that you can tell us from the trip or um I'm trying to think about no big, it. No Bigfoot? No Bigfoot. I did a couple... Tr- I, I went hiking a couple times and then I'd hear a knock and I'd be like, oh, fuck. And then I'd be like, <laughs> knock, knock, knock on a tree and then nothing. I just wait for a bit. I'm like, no. I've always thought of those stories of like people who go Bigfoot hunting. Like one guy will be like a kilometer here and then one guy will be like four or five K away and they'll be knocking trees. One guy will knock and someone will be like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. So he'll knock back. Yeah. And they're like, oh, goddamn Bigfoot, Bigfoot, man. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock across the valley. That's right. I, I just picture that happening man, if you start knocking trees. Bigfoot ain't got time for that shit. Bigfoot's not knocking not trees, knocking I don't think. Trees. He doesn't give a shit. If Bigfoot's an elusive creature, he's not going around knocking trees like, I'm over here, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think they'd have a more efficient way to communicate than yeah. knocking trees. Wait, what are you doing? Clicks and pops? Oh, that's a knock. Oh. How do you uh, know? How does a tree knock? Depends what kind of tree, uh, I guess. Dougie fir? Dougie fir? Is it, is it dead or alive? I don't know. Dead? What do you think that sounds like? Hmm, a dead Dougie fur, eh? More of a thud. Yeah. Hollow thud. Oh, that's good. That's good. Maybe they beat on different types of trees to make different... Oh, that's the call? But different... uh, I I think let's put that to rest. Oh! Let's do that camp out, though, next year. I really want to do it. Let's do it. And if we can't do that camp out, we should have our own camp out. Yeah, Yeah, the Sasquatch camp out. Yeah. That sounds fun. Go in the woods. They have the cast... I'll bring my Bigfoot. We can all stay. In the Bigfoot trailer? That yeah. one or the... What was the other one? The Grand Canyon one is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, let me, let me tell hole. you something. Okay. I know most of our listeners are from the States, but it's too damn expensive for us to go down there right now. It's going to cost oh. a fortune. Alien Con oh, costs us a million dollars, pretty much. Yeah. The, the in, we're, it's essentially a broke podcast again after yeah. going to Alien Con. Yeah, we're back to square one. Back to square one. <laughs> Got... 70 episodes and not a dime to show for it. <laughs> and we're dead. Yeah, we went out with a bang, though. Yeah, yeah it was, it was fun. good. Fun. It's great. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, I was really trying to find, like, cool UFO books. I went to, uh, in Portland, it was actually really cool, Powell's uh, New and Used Books. It's like a library. Sounds haunted. It's it's not. It's it's a, it's a as big as a city block. Like, it's fucking huge. It's fucking chapters. Dude, the lack of, like, cool UFO books, I was so disappointed. Uh, I thought for sure I could uh, find some some like weird books and shit. I found a couple of good ones, but nothing. I found uh, Freddie Silva's Secrets in the Field, which was pretty cool, but I couldn't find any missing four one one. I just seen this. Yeah, <laughs> I told you we were we. That's what we were doing when we came here. We're like, oh, we got to send some incriminating evidence so it makes it look like we weren't late. Yeah, Zell was. Uh, I was really late. To a podcast today, oh, fucking blew by it. about two, two hours, two yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, blew it. It's weird because the studio is right, at my house. It's at his house. It's like I wasn't here all day. <laughs> the, it was open though. The door was open. Yeah, it's so. I weird. was waiting for people to come, but I wasn't here. I don't yeah. know what happened. It's so weird. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. It's a mystery. It seems like you're missing some time. And you guys fucking posted this picture 
sideways. <laughs> well, we were in a rush, dude. We were in a rush. We didn't know when you were going to come back in here, so we had to try to get as, mount as no, much don't evidence Don't put my name on that. You fucking blew it. I wouldn't post a sideways picture. No, you were like, oh, sit on over here. We look sexy. Yeah, I wanted to cuddle. I haven't <laughs> seen you in a while. Um, guys took this grainy-ass sideways picture and yeah. put it on Facebook. Better than Bob. You guys Inman's got an footage. iPhone fucking three here. <laughs> um, no, I. so we did go to this. Uh, we went to this in Portland. It's called the Peculiar Air... Peculiarium? Peculiar, peculiar Peculiarium. Anyways, and it it's like it's Me? it's themed talk about you. it's yeah, it's we're gonna talk about you. It's it's themed like it's like a oddity store and museum. So we're like, oh cool. So we like we go to we go in and there's like a bunch of weird stuff for sale and stuff, you know, like gag gifts and like you know, weird bloody old photos and they're like, oh there's sixties photos and there's a box of there's just a box of old photos. And just like I was looking through it, it's just like I was like, it's just pictures of people. This is weird. So then the museums in the back, so we're like, all right, like you can kind of hear like some like some weird stuff. So we're like, oh, okay, let's go in. Five bucks each to get in, which isn't bad. Not bad. To go to a museum. It's nine fifty Canadian. This is not a fucking museum. It's just some a collection of some guy's shit <laughs> in the back of a some store hoarder. that they have roped off with like fucking rugs and shit. So go back there and I'm like looking, they're like, Katy Perry was here. And I'm like, I was like, that's like the first thing when you walk through this museum. It was like, Katy Perry was here and she bought some cool stuff. And I was like, okay, sweet. And then they have like Krampus, like a, a large Krampus doll. Krampus is that weird like goat looking thing, motherfucker. Yeah, so it's, it's like you can the, sit on Krampus you know, and take evil a picture. Santa. It's that yeah. Christmas thing that spanks people's asses. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, I was like, well, okay, that's like, I guess we can take a picture of Krampus. And I was like, all right. So then we walk and then they just had like, they had this weird thing. It's like, if your organs get harvested, if you get your organs stolen, what happens to them? And then there was just like a fake bathtub with full of fake organs. And it's like, half the organs end up in your meat. Half the organs end up in celebrities. Like, <laughs> half are entered into politicians. And I was like, okay, like, what's next? Like, walk around the corner, and then it's like, inside a zombie's brain. You go in this room, and then you hit this button. It's like, this like old TV comes on. It's like a warning, zombie brain about to start, about to initiate, and then some like weird lights go off. And I was like, okay, I'm getting the fuck out of this one. Like walked out, <laughs> and then they have like some weird gyroscopes and stuff. And I was like, holy, I was like, this is painful. And then they have like a, you walk to this next. There's a doll, a haunted dollhouse. And you look in it. It's just a staged dollhouse with like all this like all the little dolls have like murdered each other. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So then I go to the next one, and then the, the next one was cool. They had like a big alien autopsy, and you could put your head in, so it looked like the aliens were pulling you apart. I'll post that picture later, but that was the only cool thing. And then after that, I was like, we we came out the we literally came out the other side of this rug, and we thought there was more, and we were back at the front of the store, and we're like, that's that just, was it. That's the, the it's li- <clears throat> not bigger than the studio, hundred percent, hundred fifty square feet. Yeah, in like in kind of like a hallway setting, in just like a circle, oh, and then you back in the store, and I was like. Oh, we paid, we paid like $3,800 Canadian to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking broke going there. <laughs> but that was, I don't know. I did, It was a fun trip. It was nice to see the ocean. It was fun, but I didn't see any. Uh, well, you don't have to go down there to see the ocean, but. No, but it was nice to go down the Oregon Did coast. you go through like the Redwood Forest and stuff? That's way in California. Couldn't make that. Too far? Oh, dude, I was so sick of driving. <laughs> that was it. Oh, dude, I, you can only drive so it's much. It's deceivingly far, isn't it? Like Oregon and shit. Especially pulling a trailer, dude. I thought I could drive way faster and then everything, anytime it's like GPS is like, oh, five hours, I can probably be like, no, nah, it's going to be seven and a half. Just because you had to go like 20% Jeez. slower? Yeah, 20% slower. Like if there's hills. you don't have a giant truck either, so you're not like no. you're not ripping up hills or anything. No, I'm not. Yeah. 
I'm not I'm not motoring in any sense of the word. Um, really nice. Uh, lots of time seeing Venus and stuff right beside the moon lots this last week. And that's been cool. Really nice. Uh, you know, like late early in the evening, like right when the sun goes down, you'd watch the sunset, and then you'd have the, like the really nice crescent moon with like Venus, and you'd look up and you could see Jupiter. Those are like the only two lights in the sky. That was pretty cool. But other than that, I didn't get to do a lot of uh, UFO stuff. I didn't. I was trying to like look for books and stuff. I was like, I really wanted to go to this palace bookstore because I was like, oh, it's the largest like bookstore in the world, like North America. I thought I was gonna load up on these old cool books, and I was like, I was like, is there a UFO section I'm missing? And the guy's like, no, it's this section here. I was like, there's like 25 books here. Half are new. I was like, really? That's all they had? Yeah. So it was a little disappointing, but hmm. well, at least you could see the sky. Yeah. Here it's just been uh forest fires. Yeah, it's been brutal. It was great. Like where we live in BC is always prone to forest fires. So every time in July, there's one time there's a fucking thunderstorm and then there's this ninety five fires. <laughs> Except for today when the fucking <laughs> fire in Glenmore was set by like these two it's fucking little fucking kids, kids playing who Man, you know how fucking no, like we're it's been it was so busy today. We're there's a giant festival going on in Kelowna right now. Center it's of like gravity. Center of douchebags. Center like of douchebags. Yeah. Fucking worst shit ever. Bring just an accumulation of the shittiest people ever. Just a bunch of bros, idiots, and it's rich. It's Chads and Brads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking wicked hot. You know what I mean? Everybody's on drugs, so we're so busy. We're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and. We get to the hospital, drop this person off. They're like, oh, you need to go uh, to Glenmore now because it's on fire. Oh, fucking sweet. Cool, man. So like half the cars are going to this fire, half the cars are going to the fucking festival. It just got bent over. It was horrible. Yeah, it's so uh, bad. I'm fucking bagged. No one understands that you could start a fire just by hitting two rocks together right now. You could just go into the woods and just start smashing rocks and you would cause a fire because it's that dry. It's insane. Conspiracy. Well, There is a conspiracy, though. Over the last four years, there's been like 35 fires they think it might be the same arsonist. Yeah, and they caught him. They caught him? They caught him. Today? They caught him on that last... No, they caught him on the last fire ripping down fucking Bushery Mountain. As he was running down, two fires were started, and they fucking... Somebody whipped out their camera foam and fucking filmed him. This guy from... Oh, I wonder if, how much of this I'm allowed to say. Fuck it, who cares? He's a criminal. He's a guy from Prince George. He's. They think he's responsible for 230 fires in BC the over the last 10 years. He's a pyromaniac. Holy fuck. What? Yeah. You know what? The though? man who single-handedly tried to burn down BC. <laughs> Pretty much. What? You know what? Like, it's terrible. I would never do that. That's crazy. Like to do that kind of shit. You're you're a terrible person. But like, I can kind of see. Like, you know, I've I've fires been a, fires fun. Fires fun. I'm it a fire fun. bug. I've always loved fires. Oh, really? Like I've have loved having a campfire. A controlled fire where you're yeah. flipping shit around. And but like the, I yeah. could like I can see in like the kind of like eyes of a psychopath like lighting a big fire and you're like you're like oh you're like fuck that was mine. In the eyes of a psychopath. Yeah, you you yeah, later like I'm fucking god. That would be like your, yeah, your like, shit. The You'd be like sitting there watching on the news, like probably like jerking off or something. <laughs> <shit, you know? laughs> jerking off with burn, two bits. Burn, <laughs> baby, burn. <laughs> yeah, got got big, big hands. You've taped the bix all around you. Yeah, I've been torched. <laughs> I've been too close to fire. It's terrifying. It's and fu- seeing what it does to people, it is so horrifying what fire does to people. Oh, dude, it, it is no burns are the worst call no matter what i've done so far bad burns the worst call ever this how the skin just fucking sloughs off it's, is the grossest fucking shit like when in the you're world. when you're when you get burnt your body's just like get shed, off shed the skin yeah and it does it. it's like a lizard just, i tried pulling this guy out of a fucking burning garage and i'm grabbing on his arms and his arms are just coming off 
like just skin, just mm. fucking sloughing just off. Like, it's just like, you ever see that mo- that uh, Vietnam movie We Were Soldiers, Mel Gibson, yeah, yeah, when exactly. the fucking napalm fucking exactly. gets the guy and they go to pick him up by the feet and their his, his skin just slides off his body. Just, it's exact. That's oh. exactly what it's like. Oh it's my god! Gross and the smell. Oh, I could imagine the smell. That's the gr- and the worst part is is no matter what you give them fucking morphine you sedate, you doesn't, try to whatever the pain doesn't stop it's, it's just you can't stop that pain there's no drug that can stop that pain it's I know it's all exposed once you get all the skin off it's just all exposed nerves well, like and, and even if until you, the skin grows back it's just gonna be constant pain until the skin grows back well or, and, or the nerves didn't even if you die or even if you live from it there's like a ninety percent chance you're gonna die from an infection after. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. it's the fucking worst way to go. I think anyways. Burning, it's gotta be. Well, I think, I think you actually, if you burn to death, you suffocate first. From the smoke, you, from pa- the smoke. you, yeah, yeah, you pass up from the smoke probably. No, yeah. not from the smoke, but the actual, the fire, like consuming the oxygen. All the, uh, your body. But, but like <clears throat> you can, that's the scary thing is, is you can like get, you can get like 60, 70% burns and still fucking survive that situation, but yeah. then die later. You know what I mean? Like that's so fucking horrible. Cause that'd be worse. Cause you'd be like. Oh, it just fucking killed me. And then you survive. You're like, oh, fuck. Thank oh, God man. that's over. And then you're like, you end up so you've, you've got a staph infection. You're like, oh. We've all got staph infections. Yeah, I guess. We all got our MRSA in us. I'm sure. Oh. We all <clears throat> What? Okay, I wonder if I can I wonder if I can tell this funny story about MRSA. You can tell it. Let me try to think. Figure, of, figure out a way. I, let me think of the way. Okay. okay He's got right. it. That was quick. Okay, so I was, um, I was working at the hospital. And um, we were in the emerge, uh, in the in the um, intensive care unit, and uh, I was just chilling there, eating some snacks on a on an iPad, like just watching a show. And tough life. And then uh, there's this guy, and he's just fucking writhing in bed, and like the nurses are struggling to like hold him down and get his restraints on. So I'm like, I'm kind of like, oh, what the fuck? and then someone's like, can you help? And I was like, okay, sure, like. So I'm holding this guy. He's fucking butt-ass naked, and he's trying to whip his catheter out. And he's just fucking screaming. He's like, I'm out, getting out of here. Get me out of here. And they're like, they're like, no, sir, like you can't. So they're, they're re-strapping to bed. I'm just kind of like holding his chest, holding his arm down. He was like super weak and all fucked up. I don't know if he was drunk or on drugs, but he was, he was really fucked up. So they strap him down tighter to the bed, and he's writhing around. And I was like, oh. And then for like hours after, he was just like, just he'd like kind of come to and he'd be like, "I'm getting my fucking bike. I'm out of here, you fucks!" Like ah, and he just writhe like an arch, and then they'd come back. They're like, "Oh shit!" Like he's gonna pull out his shoulders and shit. So then they'd strap his chest, and like by the end of it, it was hilarious. He like had strapped forehead straps. Like when they just snow him, strap. I don't know what that means, but they like, sedate him, put him to sleep. Oh, she was she was hitting him. She was like, "Oh, this will put him to sleep." And then like I'm holding him, and he's writhing. She goes, "Ooh, he's." Pretty immune to this. We got a live one. <laughs> and she's just giving him more, giving him more. Then he's like, it was honestly like an hour. Then all of a sudden he's just like, you knew fucking you. <laughs> and he's just like, oh. But then he'd always come too, right? And fuck around. Anyways, so things calm down. He's fine. Everyone just kind of leaves. I go back. I'm just chilling. Watch an iPad. Um, these nurse, nurses leave. Another nurse comes in, right? They're, they're working. She comes. She like closes these glass doors. Starts to put up these signs on the window. And I'm like, I'm looking at the signs and I'm like, huh. Go over and it's like, highly infectious. MRSA <laughs> positive. And I'm like, huh. So I look at her and I'm like, hey, what's, uh, what are all these signs about? She goes, 
Oh, don't go in there. That guy's really infectious. He's got MRIs, MRSA positive. Like, I'm like, all right. She's like, yeah, you know, don't go in that, that room. And I went, what about uh, when I was holding him down touching an hour him, earlier? Touching him. And she goes, she makes a, you know, the face with people like, like Ugh. yeah. She does that face. <laughs> she she looks at me and she goes, oh, well, you had gloves on. You're fine. I was like, hey, I didn't have any gloves on. I've been eating food. And she's like, you wash your hands? I'm like, yeah, I think I wash my hands. And she's like, oh, you're a young guy. You'll be fine. So I was like, okay. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right, so now I'm sitting there. And now I like instantly on my iPad, like, what the fuck is MRSA? So I'm looking it up, and it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's a bunch of weird stuff. And then you look at picture, and you're like, ooh. Yeah, but we like 75% yeah, just, of the people that walk into a hospital game. Have it, yeah. It's, it's, I, we probably all have it. So I'm there for another three hours, right? This nurse leaves. New group of nurses come. So they come. I've now, like, I've talked to her a couple times before she left. She's like, you're fine. You're Don't worry. Don't worry. You're all good. And I was like, okay, like. Okay, sweet. Like, I'm a little nervous, a little nervous about you guys are doing all these precautions now. <laughs> so she's like, no, it's all good. You made, so, that, f- you made that face. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, no, it's fine. She's like, it's more for our, because we deal with other sick people. <clears throat> and, you know, if we give it to sick people who have bad immune systems, they could die. I was like, okay, that makes sense. I feel better. New nurses come in, right? So they're, they're like, oh, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, good, good, just chilling, watching, watching a movie. And they're like okay, um, oh, let's do our rounds or whatever. And they come to the room, they look, and they go, ooh. <laughs> and they, they both leave, and I'm kind of sitting there, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. They come back, and they're wearing fucking full suits. They've got suits on, they've got gloves up to their elbows, they've got fucking masks with like a, one's got like a breather and hat, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, so they go in, and they're dealing with them all, like barely touching anything, and then they take everything <clears> off, <throat> everything gets thrown away that they take off. And I go like, I'm like, so, uh, what's uh, what's with the get-ups? And she's <laughs> like, like, the one girl's like, oh, MRSA positive. We cannot get, like, you do not want that. Like, stay out of there. Like, you don't want to be touching this guy. And I was like, I, uh, touched they, <laughs> I was like, I touched him for like an hour while we were holding him to the bend while they were strapping him in. And then she's like, oh. And they both, they both like looked at each other. And, they both went, <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, the other nurse told me it's not a big deal because I'm a young guy and it's more for you guys. And they were both like, yeah, 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 yeah it's fine. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, get me the hell out of here. I was so, I was so, st- I stressed for so long. I'm like, I got this. I don't know what is it. Am I going to have boils? I don't know. But it was, that was my funny hospital story. You know what? Now that you mentioned that story about MRSRA, I picked up a hitchhiker one time going from West Clone to Kelowna. I always pick up hitchhikers. I uh, just what I do. I don't really care. A death wish, man. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I always have a weapon beside me. No big deal, just in case. So, well, there's one time I picked up this girl. She got in, seemed like a normal girl at first. Oh. And you know, in Kelowna here, there's bad traffic on the bridge, right? Oh, bad! <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's a long trip. <laughs> I get to like, I get to that friend's pub just before the bridge. Like, there's no way out after that, right? Yeah. And then it gets like just to a stand. So I'm like, oh fuck. So this girl's sitting there. She's got a bag of popcorn. She's got like a little bandage on her arm. I'm just like asking her like, obviously she's got problems, but I don't want to ask too many questions. Yeah. And then someone calls, right? Someone calls. She has a phone. So she picks up. She's talking. And I get a full on life story of this girl. She's a problem child. This is her dad. Like she's been trying to get money from her dad for weeks because she can't afford rent. She's getting kicked out again. She says again. So I'm assuming this is like a normal thing. And she's like, he's like, 
I'm going to make up her name. Uh, Stacy, you need to get back to the hospital. The nurses called me. They said, you didn't leave. You were not discharged. You left on your own. Uh, you have blah, 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 all this stuff. And she's like, MSRA came up. And I was like, I didn't know what that was at the time. Yeah. She's got this fucking bandage on the arm. She's got popcorn. She's trying to offer it to me. I was like, I don't want any fucking popcorn. I don't want MRSA popcorn. <laughs> so that she like <laughs> talks to this guy for like 10 minutes. So I'm sucking now for an hour and a half with this girl in my car. And then she's talking to this guy like four, four or five times. She's talking to her dad. She's talking to her brother. She's talking all this shit. Long story short, I don't think I got it. That's <laughs> <laughs> so when you go, you go, I think this is your stop. Yeah. Get the fuck out. I, I couldn't kick her out. What do uh, I want to do with this fucking well, she girl? She spat on you after. She's like, fuck you, asshole. I'll tell you what, guys, you guys both probably don't have it. Cause <laughs> is she going to give you a bad hitchhiker review? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, guy dropped me off early. You get, don't yeah. hitchhike with this guy. He's an asshole. It's hard to get that kind of shit. Like, the amount of body fluids I've had flung at me and I've been okay so far, like... You're right. Oh man, there's so many times where you're just like, just last week I'm I'm this patient's intubated and we have a you know, he's got a breathing tube in and I'm breathing for them with a BVM, a big valve mask. You know what I mean? And I'm just breathing for him and I'm talking to my partner. You know, I'm like, Oh, air's going he's asked me how's air going? It's going good, it's going again. Like I look back, go to adjust, and the fucking BVM just shoots off, paints the fucking entire roof Whoa. with fucking blood and vomit. My fucking face, my shirt. I'm like, like, look at my partner. He's kind of doing the same thing. We're all looking at each other, like fucking AIDS, whatever blood. We you, never. Uh, the worst part about that shit is you never know. You don't know. You we don't. don't know. You have no. There's no chance to get these nice big giant gloves and suits on, being like, oh, we know exactly what this guy has. He has him. I don't fucking. I I picked this guy up from behind a dumpster. I don't know his fucking name. I don't know if he's got AIDS. I don't know what shit about this guy. He's fucking yeah. dead. I don't know. Like, it's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. Okay, I got I got one bodily fluid story. It's kind of funny. Uh, mm. This has turned into power story hour. Power story hour. Okay, uh, so this is I was probably seventeen at the time. This is a, a good friend of the show, Joe Brown. Me and oh, Joe Brown. Yeah. It's uh, if you ever listen to what's the meaning of this, uh, you've heard Joe Brown's voice. Uh, so me and Joe Brown worked at the water slides, and uh, we we were the power crew. So we came in in the morning, got all the water slides open and running, and slide checked. Uh, we had to do slide checks because um, a summer before we worked there, some fucking idiot went and wedged razor blades into the cracks of the water slides. What? Fuck. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding yes. me? Well, it, it's stupid because the cracks, the cracks of the water slides aren't vertical; they're horizontal. Yeah. So you would just knock no. them over. You would never cut didn't, yourself. Didn't like you know what I mean? But you could. Maybe. They have they have people check the slides for just abrasion and stuff. They found that, so then it was a big deal, right? Yeah, that's fucked. Hilarious. Me and Joe never walked the slide. We turned them on and slid down them every fucking time. <laughs> but so we would get we would start at six in the morning. And we would be off at noon. It was the f- best summer job ever. So it's like eleven thirty. Everyone else is working in the park. We're wrapped up. We're in the we're kind of in the office, just chilling, getting ready to kind of wind it down. And his his sister was the manager, and she comes. She goes, "Hey guys, like." Can you guys please come help me? There's no one else. We're getting re- like someone came and said that like some kid made a mess in the bathroom. So we're like, oh, all right, no. so let's let's go take a look. <laughs> so we like go all three of us. You walk in, and there's three stalls in the women's change room, and the middle stall looks like someone bent over at the front and just shot shit backwards. <laughs> it was on the fucking walls, the toilets. It was shit was everywhere, and it wasn't like rubbed. It was sprayed like it was crazy. Someone had a violent explosion. So we're like, well, fuck this. We're not, like, I'm not cleaning this with a mop. Like, we have cleaners, but they don't come till after the park. 
We're like, let's just shut the change room. But the other change room was already shut down. So we're like, we, oh, fuck. So we're like, we're like talking. We're like, oh, what can we do? And we're like, oh, there's a, we got the pressure washer. It's sitting out. Like, let's just grab the pressure washer. And I'm like, oh, all three of us like, that's yeah, a fucking great idea. So we go, we <laughs> grab the pressure washer. Literally, we pull the pressure washer in front of the middle stall. We're all standing together. I think I may have been holding the hose as Joe Brown held the sprayer and Sveva was just standing behind us. Fired up. <laughs> Joe Brown hits the pressure. The water hits the ground, sprays all the shit into the ground against the wall, hits all three of us. We all kit. We're covered in just bits of shit. Like fucking head to toe shirts. So we're all yeah. No, it was it was this. We Joe Brown just dropped the hose and we're all just standing there. And we all kind of looked at each other. And like I could see Joe and and I don't want I want to say and his sister's face and you they already were, said her name. Oh, oh, yeah. Joe and Sveva's face and they were covered in shit. So I'm like, okay, all this on me is shit. That's not a real name. They're all looking at me with the same look I'm looking at them. <laughs> so we all from there, and this is bit, like these water slides were fucking packed. We all were like, oh, <laughs> we ran out of the change room and all ran and do- dove into the pool. <laughs> So we're in the pool, like wiping our eyes, and there's people everywhere. We're going, oh god! No one humanity. knew. Nobody. Yeah, no one knew. You know what? People shit in those water slides all the time. All the fucking time. We just scoop them the out. Time. We'd scoop it out and just you just whoop. over the fence. Over the fence. <laughs> that's what chlorine's for. That was my. That's my good poop water slide story. That's the only body <laughs> said. Oh. I got a I got a good poop story. Not it's tell not it. Good, it's disgusting. Not tell it. Who cares? Disgusting. Actually, I don't have a poop good poop story. I've heard a good friend poop of a friend story. of a friend. A friend of a friend of a yeah. friend. Yes. So, these friends <clears throat> of mine go to a call uh, a while ago. Show up this house, knock on the door. All you can hear is "Come on!" Like, you know, okay, weird. You know, open the door, go up these stairs. Fucking lights are off. And there's this guy sitting on a fucking couch. And it's like pitch black in that house. And you're like, hey, sir, you got any lights or anything? And he's like, so yeah, there's a lamp over there. And you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm trying to like. Your friend. You're talking in the first person. Sorry, my friend. friend, my friend. friend. Yeah. My friend's kind of just, you know, walking over to get that the lamp. And there's there's shit all over the ground. And like by shit, I mean like just puddles of stuff and like weird garbage, everything. And he's kind of just like tippy-toeing around, gets the light. He's talking to the guy. And we're like, okay, man, like. You know what I mean? What's going on today? Doot and do. He's upset. He's had a bad time. He's been drinking for a while. We're like, okay, well, why don't we just get you up and get you to the hospital? No point sitting here doing a whole, you know, set of vitals. We'll get you in the back of the ambulance, right? We'll do a set of vitals on you there. And he's like, well, I can't get up. Why can't you get up? He's like, well, I haven't got up in a month. In a month? And we're like, we're like, okay, you know what I mean? Obviously, he's exaggerating. He's like, I'm serious. I haven't got him. We're like, well, you know what I mean? One of our way of calling bullshit on people is like, well, have you, you know, you're dressed. You're wearing clothes. Like, you're, you know, you've obviously been going to the bathroom. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I have been going to the bathroom. And we're like, where? He's like, look everywhere. And we're like, we look down and all those little puddles of everything is just shit. Ugh. And we peel off the, we, fuck. <laughs> My friend peels off the blanket. People, over people top know when you say we, it's not you. Yeah. Perfect. We peel, peel off the blanket and the guy's sitting in there in these car hearts. And he's just been, there's just a couch that's just a giant puddle of hardened diarrhea. So we go to stand this guy, like, and that seriously, I'm terrible with that shit. So the entire time, like, your friend, my friend's gagging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to like stand this fuck. He's a grown man. I'm like, you're fucking walking, man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not carrying you, covering shit. So we like try to stand him up, and we stand him up. But as we stand him up, his car, his Carhartt pants are like fucking cement. 
like you could knock on them. We had just to, dry shit. Like instead of like I got off my scissors to cut them off, and instead I could just hit them, and the pieces were breaking off of them because they were so caked in urine and shit. It was the most foul experience of my life. And the best part about that entire situation is we had a student with not, us. Not, not your life. Sorry, there was a student with us. That's what you deal with yeah. them. Yes. That's what I mean. Well, I understand. You're, you're, for theatrical purposes, you're telling it in the first person. Yes. Yes. I like, understand. It was the most repulsive thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And I'm sure. I'm glad I wasn't there. ever seen. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm glad. Yeah, but it was <laughs> like legitimate cardboard pa- or like cement pants that we had to chip away. <laughs> so fucked. Those got a good poop story. <laughs> We've been telling a lot of poop stories lately, and I've just told mine not not long ago. Yeah, actually, I did. I remember. I got more than that, but that was that was probably the pinnacle for me. Yeah. Well, I, come on. Whoever doesn't want to admit that they've shit themselves, they're full of shit. I never shit myself, but I've had a shit in places you shouldn't be shitting. I, well, I was there. You went half Hortons. I was there. I went half Hortons. <laughs> yeah, half Hortons. I was there. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> the half Hortons. Old half Horton man. Yeah. I'll never forget that coming. I was like, why is Ellie coming out of that alley? <laughs> Where was he? Why is he waddling? I heard you guys coming. I was like, I gotta fucking wrap this up right now. You know what? I'll say that's impressive because if I gotta go, it's a it's a production. Like oh. there's no Oh, I gotta focus. And let me tell you something. Sometimes you don't have to focus. Sometimes let me tell it's you, coming. There's there, there's no way. I would say, especially a night like that where we were just eating shitty and drinking, I wouldn't have been able to I've like I would have come back with no shorts on. Like I would, I would have had to got rid of stuff. Like there is no walking back. <laughs> t-shirt, no shorts. Yeah. Just we fucking, just fucking ass off. That's what I mean. On the way back, I was like, I really got to go, but I know we're gonna be home in five minutes. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna just make the, it. the bottom of my ass cheeks and a little dick tip. That's all you see. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> we in yet? We gotta go. <laughs> Can we get in soon? As I'm twisting one leg. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't you banging that guy's door. You would have got shot for sure. You got fucking and Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> shotgun right off the roof. Fall straight on a car a car hood and then pantsless man dead on rooftop. <laughs> fucking. Well, we're in some trouble now. <laughs> I don't know what Winnie the Pooh says. Good grief. Good old Oh no, he's not like good grief. To pull you your shirt down you? like a little bit. Like try to, yeah, try to hide. <laughs> Like, what do you want to see, ass or dick? Because if I hide one, you're getting the other. <laughs> uh, it'd be easier to hide your dick for sure. Oh yeah, I, I can barely you, there. You could do that weird bend over so it all goes back That's inside. Tuck, yeah, tuck yeah. it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that picture of me that was on Facebook. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> what? <laughs> After we won one of our lacrosse championships, fucking Jordan Chops getting a picture with the trophy, and somebody comments on his picture because he's you know, and he's like. Hey man, isn't that your buddy's bird in the right over there? And there's like me, like getting my ginch on, so I'm all like bent over, fucking like just pig nose in it. It's all like folded up on itself. It's fucking great. It's it's. <laughs> Chops texts me, he's like, "Man, you want me to delete it?" I'm like, "No, it's amazing. That's fun. It's fucking leave hilarious. It. Fucking leave it." Uh, it's funny, naked Joe Brown. Uh, I have no pictures on my phone of Joe Brown. Joe Brown calls me, and the picture I have is him with his arms up in the change room, and I can see his full body naked and half his dick on my phone comes up, and I'm looking at him going, how the fuck is this his caller ID picture? I don't have that picture on my phone. So wait, you, ha- you have that on your phone right now? No, it's if he calls me. But you've said it, like, if Joe Brown calls you, that picture comes up. That picture comes up. Why would you want that to come up? Just to remind you how how inadequate you are. It's only half his dick. Yeah, it's still bigger than yours, yeah, probably. Still, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, fuck. Good times. I don't know how he walks around with that thing. No, fuck. You're tripping on it. He's got like tennis ball nuts, man. It's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be uncomfortable. How do you play sports with that? Same thing. We had this guy, Chop. He's a fucking... You know, he's probably a center in gravity. Oh, he's a Chad. He's a fucking Chad. And he had just a fucking python on him. A fucking iguana. It was... it was yeah. it was actually disgusting. Like yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> I don't know what you'd do with that. Like it's got only one in a hundred girls who would enjoy that. Yeah. Well, he's like, and he'd always be just swinging it around and twirling like helicopter. Yeah, but wouldn't you? No. Yeah. I. Oh my Not god. Not a room full of dudes. <laughs> you know what? Though <laughs> any chance I got. You know what? There's. That's why that guy's never had a bad day in his life. <laughs> well, exactly. Right. Like think about it. Something I would... starts going wrong. And he's just like, ah, you know what? Let me just pull. I'm just gonna do a little helicopter here. Yeah, it's feel way better. Great. Dick trick for dick tricks for anything. I'd be just fucking. Oh, excuse me, there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't trip. Sad. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. <laughs> I'd purposely wear wearing shorts just because. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean for that to slip out. No, he was. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Wasn't sure where were you going it. with that? Yeah, where were you going? Why do you with want that? to talk about other guys? I had a I had a story about him, but then I forgot. I can't remember. Hmm. You got all flustered thinking about it. Didn't what a you? dick, though. Eh? <laughs> 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 oh shit! Yeah, that's funny. Oh, Dan, you still there? Yeah, yeah I'm still there. Got any uh, poop or dick uh, stories <laughs> you want to talk about? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Dan does have a funny story that you only hear when he's really, really, really drunk. Oh, funny. <laughs> I actually got another. Oh, my God. My Sanak. My Sanak. That's the highlight of my entire trip. By <laughs> uh, far. If you want to hear the My Sanak story, you, you, gotta, may, you maybe never hear it. You got to come to a, a live event. You got to get Dan really drunk. And then yeah. he just tells it at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. As soon as it, <laughs> an alarm goes off on his like, phone, he yeah, goes. As soon as it turns 2.30, that, yeah. that, that story comes out. Yeah, my snack like, time. He like, comes around. Boom, boom. All right. Gather around. <laughs> yeah, his All eyes right, weren't even open. Again. He couldn't even open his eyes. He's telling the story. He looked like Frank from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> he looked like the fucking old man thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his eyes all glazed over in cataracts. <laughs> that's funny god damn I got a good I got a good um, my cynic story myself I'll tell sure. this one I don't think I've ever told it I may have told Andrew before I'm wh- I think you've probably heard it Dan was there so when I lived in Thailand we would frequently go to the red light districts because they had the cheapest drinks and specifically the lady boy bars had the absolute cheapest drinks so we had gone out with some friends uh, this guy I could probably just say his name. I don't think he's his name fuck. was his name was Phil. Phil. And he had a Thai <laughs> wife. And fuck, this guy was the just this guy was a fucking menace to society. Animal. <laughs> like honestly, just an um, absolute maniac. Just loved the Thai uh Thai hookers and his Thai wife he fucking was gonna murder him. So we he gets pulled up on stage, not at a ladyboy bar. We had gone to a like just a go go bar before. He gets pulled up on stage. They lay him down, and all these um, strippers slash prostitutes are walking kind of over him, right? So he's laying. They're all walking over him, and he starts trying to raise up and give them all a little lick. Jesus Christ. And his Thai wife just starts fucking beating him. (laughs) So she's hitting him with her shoe. I can't remember, purse or something. I can't remember. And is he still doing it while she's hitting him? Oh, he's he's like, oh, it's not what you think. Like, trying to get some just a little lick yeah and like and he he also plays it up because he knows we think it's funny yeah 
It's so, hilarious. So he's getting beat, but he's like looking over and he's like, oh, wiggling his fingers. Like, oh, what's the problem? Yeah, like going for it. <laughs> Guess getting beat. So she fucking storms out, right? And he goes, he's like, you know, he's like, oh, whatever. So now he's on full fling, grabs one of the prostitutes. He takes off. <laughs> so we take off. We go up to Ladyboy Bar because the drinks are like half price. So we're in, we're in the Ladyboy Bar watching and we're sitting there and taking in the sights. It, this actually twice, this, this happened to me t- twice there. The same night. So one was sitting beside me, and we're just drinking, and I was talking, and I was like, you ever feel a fake boob? And they're like, no. I'm like, I don't know what they feel like. I was like, I think this guy here let me feel his boob. <laughs> 100% a guy. He had a dick. He was sitting beside me. He was out. I knew he was a guy. Oh, you he saw his out. dick? Yeah, his, his dick was out. He was just hanging with his Murray out. Definitely. Yeah, he's hanging with his Murray out. Oh, he's got big fake fucking boobs. Big. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, you're a guy. I'm a guy. Let me squeeze that titty there. What does it feel like? So I, he's like, oh yeah, go ahead. So I go, I reach. Does he sound like that? Does he sound? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, hey man, yeah, yeah go, go for, for it, it. <laughs> go for it, go so for it. I go for a reach. He grabs my wrist and perfectly wraps my wrist and just presses it. And then he goes, me so honey. And I'm like, oh no, this is not. What That's I a man's for. grip. Yeah. That's a man's I, I, I grip. I get away. I was like, oh my so now god. I pull and I'm like, oh god, like let go of my hand. And he's just like moaning and shit. So I pull my hand away. Like I was like, oh fuck, leave. I see I've got like 50 calls on my phone. So I'm like, I'm walking. I'm like, ugh. So I'm looking at my phone. And I'm like, oh, it's Philip's, Philip's uh, wife. <laughs> oh, shit. So I like answer and she's like screaming at me. What the fuck? I fill up. I kill him. I kill him. Uh, he dead man. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm trying to talk to her, but so loud. So I walk out of the ladyboy bar. I'm on my phone. I'm like, I, uh, he left. I don't know where he went. I don't know where he went. And as I'm, I feel something on my leg and I turn and this one ladyboy just hung is rubbing her dick up and on my leg and I'm going ah, ah. I turn and as I turn and try to pull away I feel something else and there's another one on the other side of me rubbing her dick up my leg I'm going ah I got the phone that means no fun no fun no fun so we, you know get out of there I was like hey I've had enough fun for tonight you've had fucking two dicks rubbed on your legs that's so fucked that's up that's your limit that's two's the limit one's yeah, like eh, yeah. I can still keep going two nope I'm oh, going home oh, that's it fucked uh, can, that's... You, can you are you allowed to tell the pizza pocket story you told me that story and that's maybe one of my favorite stories ever made. you know no, just edit it I can't I can't edit it I'll t- oh, it's so good you mean an after hour story uh, well, I, it's hard because if I told it without the context, it's not. I don't think it's as funny. So right. leave it. I'm gonna. I'll work that story so I can tell it. Okay. But no, just, that's a, just compress it a little bit oh into a, a tellable tale. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. No, dude. Thailand's a wild time. It was. Thailand's crazy. If you if you don't go to Thailand and get a dick rub on your leg, I don't know if you actually went to Thailand. To be honest. Oh, you know whose story <laughs> we can tell. Okay, so Mr. Conspiracy. <laughs> oh, Nagini story? Yeah. Nagini story? Mr. Conspiracy has this little fucking t- friend who looks like a lizard man. We call Nagini. him Nagini. We call him Nagini. Nagini. Now, Nagini had never been outside of Canada Nagini before. has never been, have not done anything before. Never. He'd like, never, he's a very secluded person here. Never left his, yeah. his town. Dan, did you meet Nagini? Uh, I don't think so. My brother's no, friend? Maybe. I, I, maybe. Was he with? Mr. Conspiracy? Yeah, was that mis- one time I met him though? Yeah, I remember he was I came back and he was they were he was puking outside my building and the Thai security guards were just watching them because they couldn't talk to them. So anyways I think so. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy he goes to Thailand, he has a magical time. He's never seen the ocean. 
he didn't know how to snorkel. Like he's just having the best time of his life. He tells me this story. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, you know, I kind of got tricked. And I'm like, what do you mean you got tricked? He's like, well, we, you know, we met these good looking girls and they said they were from Taiwan and backpacking. And, you know, I, um, she would flirt with me and kind of, you know, touch me. And then I had to go back to the room. She said, can I come with you? I said, sure. So we get up to the room, we're making out and, you know, we're feeling each other up and I go to slide my hand down. She stops me and goes, thousand baht, whatever you want. And he kind of goes, sorry. Like he doesn't know what that means. So he's like, what's a thousand baht? What? Huh? And he starts to go make out with her more and try to feel it. She stops like, no, a thousand baht, whatever you want. And then puts his hand on her, on his crotch. And he's nice pair of dick and balls. Oh, and so he goes, mice and duck, mice and duck, and he so he packs up his stuff and he he, he runs out and he's like, oh, I was bamboozled. <laughs> uh, but then he's like, he's I'm like, okay, well that's it's a pretty funny story. He's like, yeah, you know, it's it's pretty funny. And he goes, but you know, other than that, I've been having just tons of threesomes. It's been so awesome. I'm like, hey man, good for you. Like they were traveling with some like Swedish girls. I'm like, you and those two Swedish girls. He goes, no. The one and my friend Nick. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, dude, those aren't the good ones. Like, those ones, you don't want to tell people. I was you like, those aren't the those good ones. ones. He's like, no. I was like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> he's on vacay, man. He was on vacay. Just don't cross Maybe swords. That's how he thought all threesomes work. Yeah, he's, he's like, there's three people. Like, oh. Three people. Well, it's a threesome. Yeah, it is a threesome. Yeah, you just yeah. don't cross swords. But he thinks that it should be a threesome. But it has to be two guys and a girl. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just not. The, it's not the. I wouldn't be bragging and being like, oh, I've had been having so many. <laughs> yeah. And having so many threesomes. <laughs> seen a lot it's of dick like, and balls. Have you been having so many, or you just happened to be in the room at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> he was just in the room while they were having sex. Just watching. I've been watching yeah. so many threesomes. And it's yeah. like his buddy's looking over. Hey, man, yeah, you having a good time? You guys, right. you guys need some water? Or I guess like if that? I'm the third person in here, threesome, threesome, day. baby. Woo. Having a threesome, dude. Oh, dude, he is. That guy's hilarious. Just so uh, untraveled and doesn't know if he had never been anywhere before that it was crazy yeah yeah you know what i'm not like i've never been anywhere either but i'm not feeling fucking ladyboys d's and having so many threesomes (laughs) (laughs) i can guarantee you that (laughs) my spidey sense is gonna be like nah that's an adam's apple i will know i will tell you i will tell you there some of them are you're like you can't tell from you're like you'll be you'll be like looking and you're like you know what i know but you're like Absolutely stunning, like gorgeous. Oh yeah, like, wow. he's he's done a great job. I think Dan said it once. Dan was like, "Well, it's like men who like know what men want, and they've now transformed their body to be exactly what men want." And you're like, "Yeah, it's very, it's very perfect." Some of them almost got a scrap. Lady boys once stole stole a phone and wouldn't give it back. They wanted me to pay for pictures. I say we could go all day about stories in Thailand. Remember uh, when we were in fucking Koh Tao? Oh, oh no, no, Koh, the full the first time me and you went there, the full moon party. Oh, which one? What? That's where I did mushrooms. Oh. We got in a fight and we got. Oh, yeah. And we fucking. I don't even remember what we fought about. No idea. Anyways, we got in a fight. I'll just. I'll tell a quick version. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll tell a long version one time. Anyways, this is my story about me doing oh, mushrooms fuck. on a beach. I forgot all about this. By myself for a long time. And then something happened in the end. So, me and. So, I did mushrooms. Me and Brain got in a fight for whatever. I, I don't care. Something like we lost a key or something to a room. No idea. We were both. Fucking hammer, level 10 meat draw drunk. Hammer, hammer drunk first. And I was you like, fucking had the key, man. You fucking suck, man. Fucking you hate fucking you. You fucking had the key. Fuck Fuck you you had the key. Yeah, man. Anyways, so I ended up going to this place called Mushroom Mountain, which is now closed, I hear, from 
anyways, I was at the end of the beach at the full moon party. You go up this mountain and you go to this place and you can just order magic mushroom shakes for like $3. So I got like, you know, I got, got a couple. And it started kicking in and I was by myself at this point because me and Brain got in a fight. So I'm walking up and down the beach and I'm just staring at the sand like, all I could see was like ghouls in the sand, like ghosts. And I was like, every like every shadow looked like a fucking face. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I did that like a few times. And every time I walked up and down the beach, there was this one girl who was like, she was like trying to like trying to like bring me in and like well, she had a group of friends. And I was like, oh no, no, like I was too fucked up to do anything. But after like a couple hours of like walking around, like all fucked up, <laughs> you were probably pacing within twenty meters of them, <laughs> just back and forth. And they were like, "Who's this weird guy? Like, Who's this fucking guy? Get this guy to sit down." So the short story is, I walked up and down this beach a whole bunch of times, and I slowly started to sober up a little bit. And this one Thai girl, like, started making out with her for whatever reason, and then she had a big group of friends. We're on the beach. I was just, like sitting there, like arms behind me, kind of like leaning over, you know, just like making out a little bit. No big deal. Still super fucked on mushrooms. And then this like group of Thai guys comes up and like surrounds me and the girls and they're screaming. I don't know if they're screaming at me or they're screaming at the girls. It might have been the guy's girlfriend. I have no idea. I understand there. And instantly I'm like, got sober. I stood up. I was like, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm the only guy. There's like a group of eight, eight fucking Thai warriors here probably. We're going to Muay Thai my face off. And then the girl is like, she's all fucked up and she's screaming at him. He just fucking roundhouse kicks her in the head. Jesus knocks this Christ. fucking girl out. Out cold. And I was like, you know what? One kick. Oh, didn't, kick. it wasn't a two kick. It was, it was kick. a one kick. Yeah. That's another story. <laughs> it was a one kick, knocked this girl out cold. And I'm on the beach and there's just like me, four or five girls, and then this like army of Thai warriors. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm not sticking around to get my, killed. Probably a little, here. little backstory. We had a friend. Die. Well, a friend of a friend. And he went to Thailand, and a similar thing happened, and he tried to stick up for the girls and got fucking thrown off. They took him, beat the shit out of him, threw him off a balcony. Killed him. So this is like- The same area. The same area. It sounds like a great place to go travel. Good yeah. idea. And now Ryan's, it, it's it's a Ryan's, great place. Ryan's you guys should work for the Thai Tourism Bureau. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a great place. So what happens, So I, this girl gets fucking knocked out. All her friends are screaming at the guy. I'm sitting there. I'm the only white person around. Hold on. In your head, in your head, did you go- my Sinook. <laughs> yeah, no, my Sinook. Fuck no, get out of here. So I just look at this guy. I look at the girls. I look at the guys. I look at the girls. I'm like, I can't do anything here. There's nothing I can do. I can maybe get one punch on this one guy and then get Muay Thai'd. So I just like, the guy's yelling at me, screaming at me. It must have been his girlfriend. I have no idea. I just look at him. I look at the bar beside me and I just fucking sprint as fast as I can. And I sprint and I sprint all the way down the beach, sprint all the way down the road, up the hill. Fucking into our fucking hostel, bound. Uh, there was like a fucking seven set of stairs, and I I felt like I just like fucking just jumped in one fell swoop. Yeah. Didn't look back once. Didn't look. Didn't look back. I was like, I have fucking no idea if these guys are chasing me. Meanwhile, I, I'm in the room because I took shrooms by accident, so I'm under the covers because I'm freaking the fuck out. And Ryan just burst through the door. Ah, ah, laying down like ah, and I'm like ah, and he tells me the story. I'm like, are they coming? Like lock the door. And Braid's just been watching Super Troopers on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> the intro scene for six hours. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, it's the worst. Because I was like, I some guy was like, oh, yeah, we're drinking drinks, drinking drinks, passing drinks, passing drinks. And all of a sudden he's like. Yeah, mushroom uh, shake. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he's like, get ready. I was like, oh, no. I, I wasn't, didn't want to be ready. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to do. My Sanak. My Sanak. But Ryan's first time ever doing shrooms. We were oh, fucking crazy. in Lao. We're just hanging out. We weren't doing drugs. We were just drinking, and then we ordered food, and we ordered some food No, 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 no. This, this is even crazier. You forgot about it. 
we went on this thing. It was like, an, uh, what was it called? Le, Luang Prabang or something. It's a tubing place. And we're tubing down the river. So you, you rent Van a- Van Vien or something. Something like that. Van Vien, yeah. yeah. So you rent a tube and you tube down the river and there's a bunch of these bars and you just get, you get buckets, right? And you get fucked up as you go down. There's like six or seven bars. But what happens is when you get like near the end, we get, we're like got a drink. We thought it was a smoothie. Ended up being a magic smoothie. I've never done mushrooms before. I was like nineteen twenty. Yeah, and we did the shakes were delicious. So we had so two. We, we had two, and then halfway, like I would say, I was almost done the second one when I was kind of like, you. The, I telltale signs you like get this exasperated breath. You're like get the heavy breath. Oh, like heavy breath. You're like, oh. and then I was like, oh fuck, man, I kind of feel off. And then I was like, I'm like looking at the menu and I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, oh, I feel bad. And then I flip over the menu and I'm like reading and I'm like, yeah, you can order shakes, but I'm like magic shakes. I'm like. Oh fuck! I'm like uh, Ryan. We gotta go right fucking now. We're about to be really high. <laughs> Didn't fucking make it. Well, we kind of made it, but Ryan was already cut from a fucking previous incident. Blood everywhere in the hotel room. It fuck! It was a murder scene, dude. It was the worst. Was that the same night or was that a different night? I can't I remember because it was. I was really fucked up. We shouldn't have done two shakes. I'll tell you that much. Well, now I feel like I have to tell that story. Yeah, I'll tell the story. It's funny. So I can't remember. If it was the first or second day we're doing this. It was hundred percent the first day because because then we did the shakes boxing that night and there was blood all over the hotel room. Oh fuck, that's so right. So we did mushroom shakes and at, at, what happens here in this river in in Laos is it's a very poor area. No, it was the second day because I fucking hurt myself. Oh I did the backflip and hurt myself. That's right. You did do a fucking quick backstory. <laughs> first first bar of the thing. There's at every bar in on Laos on this river. There's like a swing or a slide or a zip line which you can do and like you probably shouldn't do it because it's not safe. Well, and you're and you're fucked drinking. up and yeah. you're fucked up. So this is a it's a fucking rope swing that comes from the you gotta climb up this tree and there's rope swing. It's a fucking big ass swing and, yeah. you, and like you got you like you're supposed to go to the end and let go and then get to the deep end and go down. Brandon gets to the end. He doesn't quite let go at the right spot. But he's trying to do a backflip, so he kind of like lets go on the back swing. So he kind of lands in the shallows and just full on backflops yeah, in like two feet of water. I've been there. That's his plan every time you do ropes. Don't let go. Don't let go. Don't let go. Don't let go. I was there. I scorpion. I that's, broke my back. That's probably where that started, actually. Two two feet of water, dude. Fucking. Like, thank God I landed flat. You landed flat. You didn't if hit I didn't, the bottom. If I didn't, but I still fucked. I couldn't. I could barely move the rest well, of the you, day. It was like 25 feet of yeah. free fall backdrop. Into two feet of water. So anyways, that, that happened at the start of the day. And then we continued to drink because he's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Because I'll just we'll go drunk. We'll get drunk. All right, all right. So we got fucking hammered. Go down, do the mushroom shakes. Yeah. And then right when the mushroom shakes are kicking in, these like little kids from the village, they're like swimming in the river with you. But they look like they're drowning almost. So they're like, oh, fuck, man. Like, what are you doing in here? Like, hang on to my tube. Hang on to my tube. Like, we'll fucking float down the river together. Like, no big deal. Like, being a nice guy. And these kids are fucking master pit pickpocketers right they fucking master pickpockets they know exactly what to do so i've you have this like waterproof bag one of those like rubber bags you like roll 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 roll, and then do the fucking clip up so nothing gets wet so i had my wallet and like a little bit of cash not a lot but i had my bank card stuff they could not use unless they knew my combo so anyways we're floating down the river this kid must be attached to my tube who knows like i have no idea because when you're on shrooms you have no reference of time it could have been five minutes it could have been an hour i have no idea but anyways we get to the end and we get we come off the river, and I kind of look at the kids. Kind of get out of the river. We pull our tubes out, and I look at my bag. My bag is open, and instantly I go, "Where's my fucking wallet?" I see the kid, and he looks at me, and he knows that I know. So he takes off into the jungle, 
and I'm seeing red at this point, so I take off into the jungle. But it's fucking pitch black. So I'm fucking bounding up this fucking riverbed, and I get into the jungle, and I can't see shit. So I have my phone. I have a waterproof phone. I've been taking pictures all day. I start taking pictures of the trees to <laughs> the, see if these kids are like the fucking... best series of pictures you've ever seen in your <laughs> it's life. It's just a series of memes. <laughs> like, nope, not there, not there. I take like fucking 20 or 30 photos. I was like, cannot find these kids. They have escaped. So I hop back in the river and float down to where we were, just like, I don't know, 50 meters down. In that time, I had stepped on some type of razor rock, sliced my toe so fucking bad. So bad. Oh. I was bleeding everywhere. And we're with a couple of nurses at the time. Like they were traveling for, from Ireland or something. They're like, you need stitches. Like, you need stitches for sure. I was like, damn. All right. Well, like, what can you do for like? It's late night. Like, I can't get them now. Like, well, no, do we do? it wasn't that late night because it was. But the hospital's over. We went and it was open air, and they had just needles out everywhere. And we're like, no. That was the next morning. Oh, that's what it was. The first night I got cut. That's what it was. Yeah. The first night I got cut. That happened. I went back to the room on shrooms, all fucked up. We went to bed because I had it all taped up. In the morning, my cut had let go. So when we got up in the morning, oh, we we're all fucked up on shrooms. There was blood all over the bed. I must have in the middle of the night, like in the middle of the night, tried to go to the bathroom to like clean it up or something. There's blood all over the Dude, bathroom. It was, it was like I woke up scared. I was like, like looks like someone got fucking murdered. I was feeling my kidneys. I was like, Jesus, were you fucking drinking too? Oh yeah, yes, your blood's all thin. Oh fuck yeah, fucking gushing. It was bleeding so. I was like, I'm surprised I woke up. I had that much lost that much blood. You know what? I'm not sure if I've ever seen that much blood ever in my life. And it was, it was not that big of a cut, though. It was like, you know, a two-inch cut on my toe. So, yeah. like, big for the appendage it was on. But it wasn't, like, it was not an insane cut. But it fucking bled all over the fucking room. Well, it's on your... It's, shit on your feet takes so long to heal, too. Oh, oh it was disgusting. Unless you stay off it, I guess. Yeah, well, then we're in the water the next day. Well, and you got to elevate it. No, now I'm going to continue the story. So the next day, I wake up, and we're like, holy fuck, there's blood. Everywhere, so I do. I'm, my, like, I'm like, wake up, Ryan. I'm like, dude, are you? I thought he was dead. I was like, are you okay, dude? Are you all right? He's like, well, I, like, I didn't remember a thing. So, anyways, we, I kind of like clean up the blood as best I can, like push it into the drain, blah blah blah. We go back on the river that day. <laughs> oh no, no, I was gonna, I was like, oh guys, I can't go on the river this day. I gotta go to the hospital. Like, I need to get stitches. Like, I, I need to go to the hospital. There's, we're in a tiny village. It's an open air, open air hospital. So it's like a little like complex, like a little like square complex with an open air center. So you walk through the doors, and I'm like. To the nurse, like I point my toes, like, like, like trying to make the sign for stitches because it doesn't speak English. I'm like looking at, it, she's like, oh yeah, very bad, very bad. So I'm sitting on the bed, and there's like three or four other people in there, and like the girl just like, there's a girl beside me, and she just like puts a needle in her ass, like, like in, I don't know what she's doing, like inject something, and then puts a needle beside me, and is like, oh you're next, and like, but the needle's just like on right beside me, like, I look at her like, same one, same needle. She has no idea what she's talking about, so I was like, nope. Just got up, went back to the hotel, taped it up with electrical tape. You guys are already gone to the river. Yeah. And then me, oh, there was another guy there. Remember? Oh, he, yeah. This guy had a fucking cut that was so infected he was going to die probably. He yeah. should not have been boating. He, it was, dude, it was going green. And he was just like, keep partying. Keep partying. I was like, man, you should probably, plan. Fl- you yeah. should probably fly home and take care of that. But he didn't. Anyways, we jumped in the river and caught up with you guys later. Rest in peace. Yeah. He might be dead. He, he, he probably is. Or I missing never, a limb. Never it, seen it him again. Was, it was like... Gangrene. When you looked at this thing, you were like, <laughs> like, no, like you should, like, yeah, you, everyone, everyone that saw was like, ah, uh, you shouldn't be doing this. Like you need to. You could see muscle. Yeah. You were like, you need to get help. It was disgusting. Oh. Anyways, I could probably tell a million more stories about Thailand, but 
You know, when I think about it more, when I was chirping Nagini about, or even you getting dicks rubbed on you in Nagini, I probably would have got dicks rubbed on You definitely would get dicks rubbed Remember on Remember when you. we went to the Roxy and then that dude almost took me home? Yes, I do. Remember when we went to WrestleMania and that dude took you home there? Oh, he tried. I got the fuck away. <laughs> I knew. This guy, this guy at the Roxy. You would just get dicks rubbed on you. Oh, well, exactly. Like, he was like buying you drinks and no, shit. No, yeah. yeah I, hung out, I hung out with this dude that in you. was like fucking, I hung out with a guy that wanted to bang me for like 45 minutes. No idea. When was this? We went to go see Iron Maiden. Oh, was it no. Iron Maiden? No, Van Halen. Van Halen. We went oh. and saw Van Halen. We're at the Roxy. I was wearing we my. there. Oh, fuck. Don't remember, dude. Uh, we went early, remember? Me and you drove out. And we stayed with Andy. Oh, wait, oh because oh, they stayed with your. Yeah, you yeah, stayed we, in Chilliwack or some shit. We went oh, out the yeah, first yeah, night yeah. and I was wearing my Lions hat. And there's this guy at the bar and he's like, man, is that a Detroit Lions hat? And I was like, yes, it fucking so happens Damn to be. Right it. it is. And he's like, you like the Lions? I'm like, I love the Lions. He's like, me too, man. I'm like, oh, shit. Sitting there. He's like, hey, man, you want a shot? I'm like, yeah, why not? Doing shots, he's talking, we're having a great time, bullshit about football. And then he's like, you know what? The bar's closing. Let's go have drinks at my place. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's, let's fucking go have drinks at your place. He's like, he's like, okay, I'll drive. I'm like, perfect. I'm gonna go grab my buddies. Zelly and Andy are like right over there. I'm like, boys, we're going up. And he's like, and he like kind of like grabs me by my face. He's like, no, man. And I'm like, what do you like, what do you mean? He's like, your friends aren't invited. I'm like, that's fucking weird. And I'm like, why you I know, came here with him? I was like, I'm not gonna ditch my buddies. He's like, he's like, Yeah, you are. And I'm like, what? he like grabbed my face and like tries to kiss me. And I just like slithered down, <laughs> like just kind of like <laughs> fell. And this was a big man. Yeah, he like was, his he, hand wrapped almost around my fucking head. And I like just kind of like put my arms in the air and just like slithered. He down. was going to have his way with you. Oh yeah. I would have got tossed the fuck around. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing. Oh, no, no, no. You know it was unwanted. That. There is something wrong with that. Oh, I had no idea. It was unconsensual. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. I feel kind of slutty. Did he, I, did he, he was, come 90 in weight or did he, he was just going for it? He went He went for it. He was going for it. He fucking, there was a death grip on my face too. But I, he was buying. He's probably like homie, like he's a fucking whore. I was like drinking all his drinks and having a great time. I'm like, you want to buy me another drink? Sure, man. Like, yeah. Why not? <laughs> I, don't, I don't got money. I don't got money. <laughs> yeah. Your hair. Yeah. <laughs> no. Turn. Yeah. I could turn your hat around. Have another. I, the worst part too is he's like, I could have sworn he's like, yeah, you work out, man. I'm like, yeah, and he's like touching me and shit. <laughs> you like feel this one? I'm like, yeah, you like that? You like my? Legs? You should feel my butt. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. lots of squats. Yeah. 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 How much you bench, bro? Here, have a feel, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was eating right out of his hand. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> well, he, he I had, had no you. clue, He man. fucking had you. I had no clue. You're like, I just made the best friend. Yeah. If he did, would have got me <laughs> drunker. I, it's, oh, my God. Who knows what, what exactly. happened? Exactly. Thank God I was conscious. Not Good thing we were there. Thank fucking God. Yeah, if you guys... Oh, my God. You would have went back not even knowing. You'd be like, oh, yeah, man, let's go back and have some drinks. Yeah, I got a fucking pool table. We fucking play some pool. Yeah, we'll play some pool. pool we'll play fucking right. No, you want to play some darts? <laughs> Duh, it's like, hey, are you gonna are you gonna take one stick off the wall there? No, I've got my own stick. Oh, yeah. oh. That's when I knew I fucked up. It's going right down the center pocket. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, that guy at WrestleMania, I knew. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, man. Why? Well, uh, I, I, you told him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dick. Yeah, I told him. You let him on. Yeah, I did. That was my fault. That was. You're bad. That's bad. Bad. Mysonuck. Bad, Braden. Bad. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but it was funny. McLovin loved it. And, well, Mc, well, now McLovin's, oh, McLovin's dead. fucking dead. Yeah, McLovin's but McLovin dead. thought it was McLovin's funny. McLovin's with Zach. They're both dead. It was That was funny that McLovin at the end was never with that guy because I was like, oh, I thought you guys were friends. He's like, no, I thought we were friends. And I'm like. Hmm. When did we become friends? At what point in time do we become friends? I was like, I don't even know your name. I'm calling you McLovin. The thing is, too, though, is it's him. He's out making fucking friends. I got. I don't, I'm not talking to anybody else. It's him. 
Yeah, it's true. He attracts all these fucking weirdos. Yeah, yeah. you do. You do. You, you do just start chatting. Which is fine. Uh, I was fine hanging out with you in puddles. I didn't need to fucking hang out with puddles. you. Oh, fuck, Rick, too. Just okay. sweating. Sweating fucking puddles. Sir, you got, anyone's got a napkin, sir? Oh, Jesus Christ. Sir, please, sir. Um. Oh, man. I can't wait to go on another trip with you boys. We should plan one soon. We, we should, we should do a fall save. trip. Somewhere close. Fall trip? Somewhere close? Yeah. <gasps> Winds Vancouver Fan Expo. We've talked about it before. I'm pretty sure I can't do it because there's a conference for music here in Kelowna that weekend. It's like October or something. I know. Maybe we'll think of cool. Something Pacific Northwest? We can't do another Alien Con. It's too expensive. So we got to do something where we could drive and stay for cheap. Well, Dan will have to fly. Well, we'll pitch in for Dan. Dan, Dan, you're coming to Canada. It's cheap for you. It's like fucking going you're to Thailand. You're a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> going to Canada is so cheap now. It's so cheap. Yeah, you come here, you you get 30% more money. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah, instantly. Just for coming across the border. Mm. Just for walking across. <laughs> they just give you the money there. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, you know what's funny is I might not be allowed to go to the States anymore because I invested in marijuana companies. Yeah, and, that's right. And there's that. been people getting turned away at the border because they invested in cannabis corporations. Because weed is still Schedule One in the states, but legal in, it's going to be legal in Canada. So everyone's investing in companies. But if you invested in a company that's from the states, which is still illegal technically, there, they are turning people away at the border. Like people who have no criminal record, no nothing. You go to across the border, and they're like, scan your passport, and for some I don't know how, some type of fucking tethered AI, it knows you invested in fucking Aurora Cannabis or some type of their fucking corporation. They're like, you can't come here. You're oh. a criminal. They're like, what? What do you mean a criminal? Like. You invested in a criminal organization. You can't come to you can't come to the United States. Like, well, that's bullshit. That's what you get but for being a bad person. It's happening a lot right now. That's fucking crazy. It's weird. That's what so, you get for being a bad person. That's Zoe. some weird. Like, what is the fucking advantage of doing that to turn people away? Because you know what I could see. I could see an advantage of you coming across and then them detaining you and holding you in a prison overnight and then then sending you back to Canada because then they get the money for you being in prison. But like, just to turn you away doesn't really make sense. It's like you're a criminal; you can't come into our country. You're like, well, listen, motherfucker, you, millions of people in your country smoke legal weed on a daily basis. So what's the difference? And they're like, it's federally illegal. You're like, well, that's they ain't making money off of it. So, man, you know what's you know what's f- f- fucked up, and I we should look into it more. Actually, it kind of reminded me we were listening to a true crime podcast on the way, and they were talking about the um, Oregon State Penitentiary, and they had their first two executions in like thirty years. A while back now, and they were interviewing the warden and like how he did it and stuff. And he's like, you know, it was kind of weird because he's like, I didn't think it, they hadn't done it in forever. And then I did the first two in thirty years, and they haven't done it since and since abolished it. Right. Uh, one guy was just sentenced because whatever his crimes, and the second guy was like, I want to die. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not appealing it. Like, because normally they get an automatic appeal if they get death sentence. Right. And this guy just wanted. He was like, just wanted. So, anyways. Long story short, I've listened to this podcast and then we're like, as I'm like, I'm like, oh, I wonder where that penitentiary is just out of pure curiosity. And Katrina's like, oh, it's 10 minutes down this next road if you turn right. And I was like, oh, really? Let's just drive past it, right? We were just listening to it for about two hours, right? Like, yeah. Let's just drive past it. It'd be cool. So we turn around, uh, drive past it. And we're like, oh, you know, it's cool. And there's a sign and there's some people sitting and these signs say, like, judges should not own prisons. And then it's, like, all these signs about judges owning stakes in prisons. And I was like, 
Oh, there's, that's so weird. There's fucking no way it can be legal that a judge can own a stake in a private jail in the county where he's that's a judge. That's what I mean. It's private jails in the States, Yeah. Though. So you would make money by sending people to, to jail. jail. That's actually a huge... It's so that's, fucked up. That's a real conspiracy. That's not even a conspiracy. Like the prison industrial complex, they call it, is because they have private prisons in the States for profit, and it's like against... It's like in everyone's best interest who works in that industry to put people in jail. And that's why the incarceration rate in the States is way higher per capita than any other Western country. Doing 25 years for having a gram of weed in your pocket. That's insane. And they have that fucking three strike rule. That's California. Well, and I don't think they do it anymore either. But they had a three strike rule where if you got caught with that, you could do a plea deal where they say, okay, we'll let you off of this and this. But that one strikes all three of your strikes. You're like, okay, So you get it again. And you get off five years down the road, you get caught with another joint. A joint. Life in prison. You're looking at 25 to life. For a, a fucking joint. plant, man. Not harmful to anyone. It's I crazy. Think it's crazy. That's, it like, is crazy. Oh, that's crazy. The prison is. They make prisons are such like big money makers here. Like there's some states like that's a whole bunch of their their income right there. Like that's what most states like I think Alabama and like Mississippi, like those states, like that's what they do. Like their main it's not like exports or anything like that. Like their main product product is prisons. It's like prison sentences. Like that's where they make all their that's where the states make all their money. And like even right now with the, what they had from the uh, the family separations and like the immigration, like those places are people who make prisons like own those and they yeah. make a shitload of money. Let's let's weigh in on that for a second because like I I some people have messaged me and said like oh, what do you think about these detention camps and I'm like what are these mo- they're modern day concentration camps and I'm like well like because I have such like a I guess it's like from movies in Hollywood that like concentration camp, I just think of like Nazis rounding up the Jews, putting the Jews, gassing the Jews, like kind of like doing bad stuff. But when they say concentration camp, does that essentially just mean any place you're concentrating people? Concentrating prisoners? In a group? Yeah. It's any place that you're kind of forcing people to be and they don't really have to be there. Because they're not criminals, really. They're not like, no capital crime has been committed, but they're criminals in the sense that they're doing something that, the government of that place doesn't like. Right. And it's, it's just really messed up. Cause it's just like the people who like the people, the reason that they're just hold, they're basically holding these kids hostage is what they're doing. And, and they had planned from the, I mean, they have evidence from the beginning that the administration now was just playing. They were never planning to reunite kids with their parents. Right. They're just going to hold the kids hostage and be like, if you want your kids to stay here, you leave the country, you get deported. You're gone. So either you leave with your kid or your kid stays here and you leave. So then they just put the kid in like a foster care or what do they do with the kid? kid, Yeah, the kid goes to foster care. They go into the system. I don't know. They just, but they would grow up in these camps. They would probably just keep these camps around if people hadn't been so outraged about it. These camps would probably still be a thing. And then they would probably just be another way for. You know, the rich people to just cash in on that kind of stuff to cash, you know, these people who profit from human suffering, you know. Yeah, everything everything is a business. And unfortunately, some businesses are in that type of category. Because it just seems like every, like, there was, like, I remember reading so much, and I'm like, 
well, I was like, I don't, I don't like just weighing in on what I hear on social media and stuff. So I'm like, try to look in, but you kind of just, you get like the polar opposite extremes. You're like, this is the worst thing ever. And then people are like, don't come to the country illegally. <laughs> like, all right. Well, like, I don't know where it falls probably somewhere in the middle, but I'm like, I just, I'm like, I'm like, I'm hundred percent not for concentration camps. But I was like, is that what's going on here? Is it, is this in every way? Are we all just kind of turning a blind eye to that? Like, it seems well, pretty fucking crazy that that could just happen. And everyone's just kind of like, all hey. right, okay, well, no, 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 hands up for you. We shouldn't have done that. Well, it happened, it happened during World War II. I mean, you guys know about the Japanese internment camps. Like, yeah. those were it happened in Canada, too. Canada, Canada, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they're doing now. And even back then, like, people have looked back on it now, and they're like, actually – I mean, I think they've had at least one case about it where they're like, it, it had nothing to do with national security. It had everything to do with racism. Oh, 100%. People, yeah. The crazy thing know, right now, though, and, is... I was going to yeah. say that the crazy thing right now is because in Mexico, there's a real, like, a legit fucking drug war going on, right? Yeah, it's Thousands crisis, of people are fucking dying. And it's pretty much because Mexico is in the position from all the Central American com- like countries and like Northern, like, uh, like, um, Colombia and Venezuela, all the people like produce like cocaine. Mexico was like the hub to get into the States. So all these fucking drug cartels pretty much run the country because of we, because drugs are illegal in the States. So they have to like find like people are going to do drugs legal or not legal, right? They're going to do them. So right now the cartels in the States are pretty much fighting They're That's pretty much the reason they're killing all these people. There's a fucking drug war to get these drugs into the states to fucking hold all the stake in the, in that business. So if the state, right. and it, it's because it's because there's drug wars in Mexico because those cartels took over the cocaine industry from when the United States broke up all the cocaine cartels in South America. Right. So it's all like it's stemming from intervention, but also stemming from legislation of the drug war. If you're going to, if you're going to make fucking drugs, not even legal, let's say not legal, just decriminalized, and like take away the, all the police force from doing that shit. People are still gonna do the same amount of drugs that they're doing right now. You're just gonna, you're just gonna un, un, like eliminate all of that type of stuff. That's like honestly, people right now in, in Canada right now we're in a weird pos- position because they're like, oh now we, cannabis is legal, but there's still all these things like, don't you dare drive on cannabis. It's the most dangerous drug. You're like, well, no, alcohol is way alcohol worse. is way worse driving. Yeah, but that, there's a there's a legal limit to drive. They're not saying it's that bad, but that right now our legislation right now in Canada was like, because there's not really, there's, there's too much gray area. So right now they could do, if you got caught, say you got pulled over and like the cop wanted to be a dick and he wanted to take your blood, like take you back to the station and do the full test and you got caught with like a little bit of like cannabis in your system, he could charge you with a drug offense for like intoxicated driving, like DUI. Even though you were not stoned, you might've smoked weed four or five days ago, but you had you know, maybe had a few huge bong tokes and then four or five days later you have a pretty high concentration still in your system, He could, they could still technically charge you with a DUI. So there's like so much gray area. So I don't know, it's, it's fucking crazy. still young baby stuff. And so I mean like right now because everyone's still in the fucking mode of reefer madness. Like if you smoke weed, you're going to axe murder your family and all these motherfuckers have never smoked a joint in their life. Like, hey, listen right now. You put fucking Trump and Putin and all these crazy psychopathic leaders of the world who are like, in charge of giant militaries in a room and you give them a fucking pipe and you all get, get them fucking stone and get them to really talk about it and you record it all, you're going to witness a whole different side of humanity. I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, probably not. They're, 
Probably not much progress is getting done. That's what I mean. But they're not going to be fucking killing each other. They're going to be like, well, listen, none of those guys kill each other anyways. They don't. Right? You know what I mean? Like it's like, a political game. Trump and Putin would probably just like make out for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, Mycenuk, Mycenuk, Mycenuk. Donald Trump's there rubbing his little pig snout. <laughs> I got, I got Pete. You can talk about um, me. Well, Whoop. I'll take some. I'll do some questions do here. Some questions. Uh, so Ben Kant on Facebook asked, "What happened to Harold Holt?" I have no idea. Andrew, that name ring any bells to you? Harold Holt? Yeah. Uh, Harold Holt was a Australian prime minister who disappeared under mysterious circumstances back in, I think it was 1967. Whoa. Well, while he was prime minister? While he was prime minister, yeah. What? He went swimming one day. He I went with he his drowned. family. Yeah. Um, he went with his like wife and his daughter and her boyfriend, and they. Uh, he went out swimming that day, in the and ocean? he was like, "Yep, I'm gonna go swimming." Oh, I crikey, I'm gonna get a swimming ball. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> Down under know. with the shrimps and the bobbies. Yep, they said they saw him go out swimming, and then he got out pretty far, and then looked like the water just kind of bubbled around him, sucked under, and sh- never seen again. They Is never that, recovered the body. Did he? He went swimming in the ocean. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'll. I'll. I'll say this right now. Ocean is a fucking scary, untamable beast. I was like, you know how many people die? They just get swept up by riptides and undercurrents and shit. Like, you know what I mean? And like, in in a sense of panic, like you don't know what you don't know what you do. So it's like, as much as people are like swim, swim away from the current in a direction along the along the shoreline you're like you know what if it's a little wavy and shit and you're starting to panic and you can't see the shoreline like you don't know what you do i knew a guy who got he was essentially swept away by a riptide uh his name was bryce and uh he was never found he he essentially is called lost at sea like that's what he's what designated so i'm not i'm not it doesn't surprise me like i'm not gonna say oh, oh fucking aliens or anything or government conspiracy like swim if you were swimming in a lake, I'd be like, okay, that's fucking weird. Swim in the ocean, man. It's a fucking dangerous it's a dangerous world there. I got sucked by riptide in Australia. Yeah. Legit. Fucking, it was scary. Legit fucking sucked by riptide, man. I was at a I can't remember where the beach was, it was just north of Sydney. And we like I went to a surf camp. And they're like, Okay, we're gonna go to this nice beach. It was like a three hour drive. We're gonna go to a nice beach. We got up really early, went to a nice beach, like, oh, it's gonna be a nice easy break for like you beginners right because i'm a snowboarder i have no fucking idea about surfing it's crazy so we get there and there's like fucking pretty big waves like hey man we've come too far like we have to learn here just like stay on the easy breaks watch out for the rip and they like pointed out where the rip was what happened was i fucking went out and i caught a wave but i didn't catch it right and i kind of fell to the left into the rip so i got stuck i went into the rip without my board but my board was attached to my foot still but i was getting sucked out Oh. For like, and you get sucked out. I was surprised how fast I got because there's so much water's coming in yeah. that all the water has to come out in a certain way. That's where the rip is, right? Yeah. Wherever like the geography of the ocean floor is, all the water, like the pressure, like pulls you back out. Yeah. So I'm getting pulled out by the fucking rip, but my board is attached to me. So luckily I got pulled out for like, you know, 10, 15 seconds. I was getting pretty far out, but I managed to like pull my board with my rope on my foot and like get back on and then paddle sideways because I couldn't swim with the, with it on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. So like, imagine you were panicked and then you oh, didn't fuck have the yeah. sense. Like, I can only imagine. And you like, you get your head, you get a little disoriented, like you know what I mean. Like, you were there ten seconds. Imagine, um, like you know, 
40 seconds goes and especially if you're not if especially if you're not a really good swimmer either yeah happen yeah. quick well holt was a strong swimmer but they're uh i mean they pretty much said that this beach this beach had uh, always pretty much been closed because there were tons of shipwrecks that had been on there it was notoriously dangerous uh this beach that he had and he had actually just gotten special permission for him and his family to to go there and Six months before, he had actually almost drowned at the exact same spot while snorkeling with friends. Uh, that the day that he was lost at sea, when that he went down, like he was on pain medication for his shoulder uh, that he had injured before then. And so, I mean, like, I mean, they've officially concluded that he got sucked under by a riptide, and then was or undertow and then was probably eaten by sharks and, i mean it's australia yeah. so, so there's got to be some conspiracy sharks, though alligators like, well, he, what was whatever. this guy into what, well, here, what was his here's what i'm gonna say i'm like to me like it lines up pretty good you would have to give me some evidence for me to look into it further than that because like that's just me going like oh was he swimming in the ocean like yeah like oh you know what man like fuck, ocean's a terrible place it got steve rowan you know what i mean like it gets it gets some it gets good people I don't think it, it doesn't really care. So I don't just, give a fuck. I think people were kind of, cause it, it happened shortly. Um, you know, they kind of had the JFK thing on the mind and that was like, four, that was four years after JFK had been assassinated. People were kind of freaking out about the, uh, I think he had supported, uh, at the beginning of his term, he supported, uh, the Vietnam war uh had committed troops australian troops of vietnam war so there were people who were kind of being like oh maybe he was going to change his position so maybe the cia took see, care of him everyone's taking like everyone's saying maybes and ifs i'll put yeah. this one to rest jfk was shot he didn't drown in the face <laughs> yeah, like you know what i mean like that one to me is just like like usually the simplest answer is you know is the answer not always not always, not always. Without like really convincing evidence, I would say like ninety percent of the time, like simplest answer, the one that makes the most logical sense is probably that. For you know, like you like JFK was assassinated. Like, okay, well th- then there's the why. And then you've got to look at that. But this guy's like he was swimming in the ocean in a dangerous beach. He was taking shoulder medication, so he might have been injured. Might have not been sh- swimming at his full potential. You know, what I mean, it adds up to me as a uh, kind of wrong place, wrong place, wrong time. Lost to see. Could be. Um, Lindy. Oh, Lindy uh, Rose. Lindy Rose. Lindy Rose asked JFK Jr. faking his own death, possibly behind the takedown of the deep state. Deep state makes sense if you ask me. I don't really know anything. I don't. About know, JFK. I don't know enough about that one to. Dan, give what an do you know about JFK Jr.? Uh, I know he did. He went down in the plane crash, but I can't remember if they were able to positively identify the bodies. I can't. I can't remember without like actually looking into it. I'm pretty sure they identified the bodies, but maybe we'll have to. Um, I'll have to peek at that one. I like Lindy's suggestion, so I'll t- I'll take another peek at that one later. What about how fucking crazy the rise in crime is during a full moon? That's a thing, Andrew. Hong, it's a hundred percent real thing, Lucera. Uh, let me, I've got a little anecdote. The word lunatic is derived from the lunar cycle, lunar cycle, because, mm-hmm. uh, we are what? 95% water. How much water is in us? 90s, 90. So at a full know. moon, I don't think it's 90. I'm pretty sure it's 70, 70 in a, something in a full moon. There is more gravity pulling the water in your body to your brain than any other day. 
So that's where the word lunatic is from. 65%. But I feel like if you pulled more blood to your brain, you'd think better. Well, you know, but... I guess not. I don't know. What do you think about it? Everyone fucking... The stats go up, though. The stats do go up. Yeah. Crime goes up. I don't know. I'm telling you right now. A couple of carefully controlled studies that have shown no good supporting evidence for that idea. We've got some direct evidence right here. Actually affects... We are 100% busier on full moons. That's a fact. But the thing is, but the thing is, like, because you believe that the moon affects the amount of emergencies that you do have, a lot of times the brain can trick you into thinking that you're busier than you actually are. Yeah, but just like with any study, you're going to find a study that says no, and you're going to find a study that says yes. But there's been a couple of them that said no. The more I look into studies, they're like, we find the study says this, and you find that the opposite study says the other thing. You're like, well, well I'm, I'm just saying, like, for Andrew, just keep a log. Keep oh. a log of how many emergencies that's probably you all, have. That probably is logged, isn't it? And well, then, it's not the we'll it's see. not how many emergencies. It's, it's the, the type, type of yeah. emergencies. It's the more that well, yeah, the sites. But, yeah. It's then just, keep the keep the log of the type, and I'm then saying, like whether they're or I'm saying people with mental illnesses and stuff or breaks, like you know, have prone to psychotic breaks. I'm sure are more affected during a full moon. Than other days of the month, could very well be. I don't know. There's mm-hmm. probably no science behind that, but well, sure there is. There's more gravity on a full moon pulling. <laughs> tides a real thing. Tides a real thing. Yeah, Does but it what's, what's it pulling? What's it? What? Which the shift is it causing in your brain? They don't have blood and water. Hey, like, this is oh. it's the same thing. This is the same thing as astrology. Is in the position of the Earth in the solar system. Does it affect people when they're born? Oh, interesting. I never thought about it. In that way of like the gravitational pull of the rest of the solar system. Because if you really think about it, that's what yeah, astrology I mean, is, right? Yeah, but if if I can get some like anatomy as of what is happening, what, what chemical changes are taking place in the brain that are caused by this fucking gravity, it would make more sense. But I, I, that might be something you can never prove. That's the thing. Hmm. So when you're born, maybe there's the energy is this a little bit different in the solar system and you're born a little bit different. But I don't know. Interesting. I, I've never been one to be like reading my horoscope and be like, oh, Something good's going to come to me this week. I can feel it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for it. I'm going to meet someone who's going to change my life. If you want to really learn about it, you can read the book, uh, The Moon Was Full and Nothing Happened, which is uh, published by researchers Ivan Kelly, James Rotten, and Roger Culver, if you want to learn more about it. Ashton, look it up. Um, I got one more here I'll do. Matthew Huey. Huey. I heard today that Bigfoots have a thing about braiding horse hair. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> Do they? I've could, heard of that. Could I've be that. a religious or spiritual thing. Could be OCD. Could be well, both. I had it's no. Weird. I've never heard that ever. I've heard of it before, but I'm not so sure that I don't know how it could just be some. Or Sarah Braden weirdo man. Like <laughs> I don't know why a Bigfoot would do that. Yeah, it's like. He's out there knocking trees, and he's like, "Oh, a horse!" Yeah, I'm like, oh, "Oh, horses! Let me braid their horse." There, and you know, even if you're a giant eight foot eight man, like you wouldn't want to get behind a horse. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, I just thought about this tail. No like, way. You no, know, they're like, and horses spook easy. Yeah, horses will kick you even if they like you. Like you know, <laughs> let me tell you something. No. I hate horses. I don't like them either. And I'll tell you why. When I was a kid, my sister had a horse, and we had this. Yeah, I remember that. We had a little like fucking horse pen, you know, with a little pasture, just one horse though. So I would 
you know, my sister never had to feed this horse. Well, she did, but I had to feed her quite a bit. And I had, when I was younger, like 15 to 20, I had a huge fucking mop of blonde hair. So I'd go into the fucking horse pen to feed it hay, right? And so you had to crawl underneath the fucking pen. Yeah, you're breathing like a fucking truck. <laughs> fucking, oh, you're making out with that fucking truck. thing, eh? <laughs> I wasn't self-conscious of that because Zelly didn't say that was one of yeah, his I for, weaknesses. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot to tell him that was one of his weaknesses. <laughs> That's more Mr. Conspiracy's weakness, but he wasn't here to tell him. But you took it over, I guess. So, Anyways, horse story. I climbed into the pen one time to feed this horse a fucking bale of hay. So I fucking grabbed the bale of hay, slipped under the fence, like one leg underneath, shoulder underneath, other shoulder back, you know? How you, how you get under like a normal fence? Go to like lean down to put the hay in the fucking thing. This horse grabs my hair like bites my hair <laughs> I had a fucking mop like a fucking mop way past my ears like pretty long bit my hair and was he pulled me like my fucking neck got reef from this fucking horse so I pulled away this huge chunk of hair came out in the fucking horse's mouth and then I fucking clocked the horse as hard as I could with a fit like a punch the horse just fucking stared at me like didn't it didn't him. even phase it didn't even phase it if I would have hit a guy <laughs> if I would have hit a human in the nose broken nose you like, know what he was thinking when he did that you what? know what he's thinking? Look at this fucking potato head. Fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking <laughs> potato, potato head. That's, that's what before, he's thinking. <laughs> that's, before, that's before I got the nickname potato head from yeah. the fucking idiot bar. But anyways, that's why I hate horses. And that's my story. Uh, yeah, that guy got punched too. <laughs> <laughs> that guy got fucking dropped. But he uh, went down. The horse just yeah. stood and just looked at me I like, don't blame you for fucking, not being able to punch at a horse. The horse is fucking tough. You know what? <laughs> One time, you remember those fucking shitty cows and bulls we had? Yeah. Dale and Dave had? They'd always run around the neighborhood. They'd break out, run around the neighborhood. Everybody would be calling, oh, I got to go get the bulls. We got to go with the cows. So the entire family <laughs> would be out running around chasing these bulls. And one time, the bull fucking eyed up Dale, my uncle. And they're like staring at each other. And Dale, Dale's a big guy. Dale's a big dude. You know, he used to be a tough guy in his day. And, and they're both eyeing each other up. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a little kid. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of the way. Like, get the f- like, you know what I mean? Getting kind of scared. Bull comes flying at Dale. Probably from here to the fucking front door. So Takes a couple steps. 15 feet. 15 feet. Dale punched it right in the fucking head, right between the eyes. Bull just stops dead, drops it fucking, drops its two front legs and just sits there. I'd never seen anything like that. Didn't break his hand, nothing. Dropped a fucking... Just got him right between the eyes? Just fucking punched. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I guess that's where I went wrong. I punched a fucking horse in the side of the it, face. It didn't even budge. When I say bull, it's not some like jacked ass fucking like crazy fucking bull. bull. Right? No, yeah, no, no. It's just like a regular like... But still probably 700 pounds. Oh, fuck yeah. And he dropped it. It was fucking crazy. Oh man, he lucked out. He one in a million, and then he yeah. probably never let you kids really. No. Like, oh, he's like, you no. guys remember that Real. motherfuckers? <laughs> he would get it written on his hat with his three hundred fights. Was he dressed like he was in Universal Soldier when he did this? Probably, <laughs> obviously, wearing his safety glasses. Speaking of fucking safety glasses, I bought those fucking blue blockers. Changed my life. I don't know what that I'm is. A different man now. It's a blue. So blocker. It's a blue blocker. I couldn't fucking sleep. I've been having the hardest time sleeping, so I bought those glasses that block out the blue light from like TV and your cell phone. You just turn it off, and I put them on. Before, just don't like, watch TV before you go to bed. Well, it's, sometimes it's nice when I want to, when I don't want to read, right, when I want to watch a show. Right. You know what I mean? Watch Netflix. I throw those on. So it filters fucking, out that frequency of light. Yeah, and it fucking actually works. It's crazy. So I don't get it. So the blue light tricks your eye, it tricks you into thinking that it's daytime. It, it's like artificial sunlight. So it fucks up your circadian so you, rhythm. Can, so how do you still watch TV with these glasses on? Because it blocks out all the UV and the blue light. 
But you still see the full spectrum of color. You just don't see like the higher frequency exactly. of like natural light. You still like the, the lenses I have are yellow, so it kind of blocks. So it. you bought glasses to watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Fucking nerd. It's working, boys. I'm fixing my circadian rhythm. You know what? Just turn the TV off. I thought you were talking about when Listen you turn the light off and there's this a guy's all blue. holier than that. Just, just turn your TV off. Shut the let, fuck let up. Me tell you Listen, you tell me that. Tuck let, your gut. Let me tell you something about your circadian rhythm. Let me tell you something about your circadian rhythm. You're never going to fix it because you work days and nights. Yeah, but it's I'm always flipping back no, and forth. No, but I'm fi- I, but see, I'm ways around that. So now on my nights, when I'm done working nights, when I come home, I don't go to bed. I stay up till about 11, 30, 12, and then I go to bed, sleep till 5. I, dude, I went, I fucking read a book and I went into a course and learned all about it. So when you come home from a night shift, yeah. you don't you're go to bed till to, 11 a.m.? No, you, 11, 30, 12. You stay up. You're supposed to get all the natural sunlight you can before you go to bed. And then and you then pass you go, out. Then you go dark, cold room. And see do you go way. like fucking blackout curtains and stuff then? Oh, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Hmm. So cool. you wear your glasses underneath? Are these a little mask? Are these HD? Are these HD lenses? Are they wraparounds? A- HD wraparounds. I got. I do have the little string though. It came with it because they're just safety glasses. They're like sixteen dollars. Yeah. Fucking. Don't you remember the fucking uh, infomercials? Yeah, I do. HD wraparounds. Didn't you yeah. get a pair. Well, sorry, I got. <laughs> I did, and I'll tell you why I got a pair. Because when I got laser surgery, and I got my fucking eyes lasered, right, to get my vision corrected. Yeah. They said like you can't like don't look at the sun for two weeks. Like your fucking eyes will blow up or whatever. So I bought these fucking. I bought the ones HD wraparounds. It's like a fucking sunglass, but it's a safety goggle. But the, yeah. the side has like a lens too. And they call them HD. Like, you'll see an HD if you wear these glasses. And that was like the fucking marketing for it. You're like, how do you, your eyes can't see any better than they already see. This is how fucking bullshit. Gonna, how much is it going to take to part way with those bad boys? I lost them a long time ago, man. I'm <laughs> yeah, tell you, this guy loses sunglasses like none other. I've lost, I've lost them a thousand pairs. Pair. Thousand pair. How am I supposed to not watch TV now that I got that new cable package? That's true. Exactly, but, you fucking dick. See, I originally thought what you meant was you turn your TV off in your room and the red light goes to a blue light and you got glasses to block that little oh, blue thing. Oh, what the... And I was like, well, that's stupid. Just unplug your TV, dude. <laughs> I don't even have a television in my room. No. Zen. I'm trying to... I gotta, I gotta sleep, man. I'm going fucking crazy. Gas sleep. Working off of like two, three hours of sleep. All work, no play, make Shh. Jack a dull boy. In there, in there. Right. I did that for two. When we were, uh, when I was on my ship in the Navy, um, in after the, the Fukushima Navy. explosion, after the Fukushima uh, explosion, we couldn't pull into port, <clears throat> so we pretty much did circles uh, for like two weeks, and I didn't see the sun for two weeks. I didn't go outside. Oh, oh that's, that's horrifying, horrible. Dan. What's your what's the best Navy story you can tell us? Best Navy story. Yeah. Or the most fucked up uh, thing you saw when you were in the Navy. Did you ever fire any torpedoes? Well, oh, no. We didn't have any torpedoes ship. on my boat. Dan was um, on the nerd boat. The nerd boat. Yeah, we had, a, we had a nerd boat. We were definitely a nerd boat. We it, really they, cool you know what? That's how you know the American military is like not you know, using the, the, the brightest people because they had Dan, who knows everything, turning wrenches. <laughs> And they should have had him in the yeah, command center just asking he, him questions. I feel like that's how he learned everything. He's hiding in a little fucking boiler room like mankind, reading all his just books. Just reading, yeah. <laughs> Where's Richard? Where is he? In Turn that wrench. Room. Turn that wrench, Daniel. I had lots of time to read. Exactly. And, you know, but no, it's it's what made me what I am today. And I, you learn that life can be totally, totally shitty. It can be way shittier than it is. So it's like, can always you be know, when I'm, whenever I'm working at a job now, it's kind of like, you know, people are like, you got to hurry up. You got to get this in. I'm like, is somebody going to die? Or is a 
you know, the ship is the boat not going to go anywhere. <laughs> like, no, then I'm like, all right, then I'll get it done when I get it done. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, things it always be worse. But I don't know, fucked up Navy stories. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> we had this. Um, so I worked with this one dude. Um, he was, he was a little bit younger than me and he made rank like a little bit faster than I did. The guy was a total, I, I don't know. He really liked what he was doing his job or whatever, but he was kind of an asshole about it. Uh, he was this Filipino guy. I had nothing against Filipinos, but this dude was just an asshole. And, um, and so anyways, one day, uh, we have duty sections, right? So somebody has to be on the ship 24 seven. So you have like a duty section. So when everybody goes home, the duty section stays on and they kind of stand watch and make sure things, uh, do like security rounds and stuff like that. Right. So he was in one duty section. It wasn't mine, but, um, he was, uh, he was a, he was a second class. He had just made second class maybe a couple months before. And he, um, this dude is so stupid. We we had just pulled into port and I guess he really wanted to go home one day. And he was like, you know, he was just like, hey, look, I just want to go home because some people kind of did that sometimes. They'd be like, OK, if you're not standing duty, like if your duty section, like if you didn't really have anything to do, you could, you know, maybe you could just leave the ship for a little bit and then come back. You know, some people would do that, but you're not supposed to. So this guy was like, hey, you know, I just want to go home and go see my wife. And our duty section leader was like, no. You know, he's like, he's like, why won't you let me go? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like she's sick. And he's like, I don't care, man. Like you're on duty. You're supposed to be here. You're going to stay here. And the guy got really mad. Uh, and was like, <laughs> the guy was like, well, if you're going to fuck my day up, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck up something you like. And he just flipped <laughs> this breaker switch. The guy, uh, our duty section leader was an electrician. And he just, the, the kid reaches out and flips this breaker switch. Right. Had no, do, no idea what it did. Right. Just throws his big breaker. Right. And storms off five, like five seconds later, uh, our duty section leader gets a call in the walkie talkie. And it's like one of the like the top side, one of the top side guys from like intelligence or IS or something. He's like, what the fuck did you guys do? What did you do? You know, and it's like, whoa, he's like, <laughs> you know, he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I got a thing up here. Basically, what had happened, that breaker was the the uh, control, the power to the uh the area of the ship that monitored all air traffic in the oh, area shit. like in the pacific area it's lost it. so he they flipped it and turned it off everything in that room went dark all the computers all the air traffic monitoring everything just went gone hey oh you know? so this kid this kid gets uh pulled up to basically like we didn't know what was going to happen to him. Like, and, uh, I didn't really go fuck. Cause I fucking hate that kid. I was just like, I fucking hate you. Um, and, uh, they're like, yeah, there were uh, some people were talking like, he's going to go to court martial. And like, cause that shit's like, that's borderline treason shit. You know, this is like, it's really fucked up, you know? Something could happen. <laughs> I, I think he just ended up going to captain's mess. They busted him down a rank. So he went from second class to third class, like real quick. Um, they busted him down a rank after that. And uh, I think they put him on restriction. So he couldn't leave the ship for like a whole month. And they, they took like half his pay for like a month or something like that. It was oh, pretty nuts. Damn. But, that would yeah. suck, man. Brutal. That, that was pretty crazy. Shit, man. Like if I worked in my job and they're like, ah, you fucked up. We're taking half your pay. I'd be like, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing about the military. You and then can't you're like, just quit. And then you're like, well, 
Sorry, you're on a boat in the middle of the fucking ocean. You so. can't fucking go anywhere. Like, would they arrest you if you were just like, I quit. And you're like, I'm done yeah. working. And so then, you can't quit. You sign a contract. Like you either do your job or we'll, you know, yeah, we'll take half your pay and we'll put you on restriction. You can't leave the boat. We'll put you with the, we, I mean, we had like ship police that would kind of handle people who had were on restriction. Like you had to meet with them every day. If you didn't meet with them, then it's like, then yeah, you might go to a court martial. They might put you in the brig. They might put you in jail. So, crazy. I, I, know, can, nice. I couldn't be in the military. No, you couldn't. I could not. You passed a drug I, test, dude. I went past drug test number one. Second, I don't do well with authority. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me what to do all the time. Would just, that'd be it for me. Yeah, pass me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, man. I got. What do you want? What kind of, what kind of you want? You want Bud, Bud Light? Light? Bud you want a Bud Light? You want PBR? I'll have a PBR. You want a PBR? All right. Well, for me, I don't know if you guys want to pause it here or whatever, but I'm going to take off. I'm going to go to bed. Let's it's like 2 up. in the morning. we got to do a quick, quick, let's wrap this one up really quick, and then we'll do some after hours, because I don't want to drink beer. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do some after hours, Dan. We'll, uh, we're going yeah, to lose yeah, Dan here. Dying. He's East Coast. It's uh, late as fuck for him. Yeah. So, so uh, this is more of a story hour. We'll call it. The power hour story. Oh, Mycenuk. Mycenuk. Yeah. Three people, three of our fans will get that, the deeper meaning to that. The three the three <laughs> fans who somehow if they still remember listen. the whole thing. I don't think they were pretty drunk too. So yeah, I don't know. yeah they, might, they might not even remember Mycenuk from Alien Con. I'll never fucking forget it. I'll ever. Have... That was the highlight of my trip. To be honest, <laughs> I, I just know that we told a story and Dan was yelling my snuck. I don't know exact details of my snuck because I was so drunk too. No, but. but you couldn't really understand what he was saying. That was the best part. That was the best part. <laughs> he was so drunk. All I heard was, I, he was, I he was drunk, mumbling. I get pretty mumbly. You're mumbling yeah. and then all I heard was <laughs> tranny and I was like, what? Wait a second. <laughs> what? A little spoiler alert to yeah, the story. Yeah. It involved the tranny. <laughs> Maybe one day. Transmission. That's what we call him up here. Transmissions. Yeah, he was broke down on the side of the road, and he's like, "It's my goddamn tranny, my goddamn tranny." Uh, all right. So- Wait, let's not do any reviews, but I gotta do a prolapse of the week. Okay. New listener, Peter Carpa Carparelli. He plays in a band called Bloodletter Metal Band. Go Ooh. look him up. Fuck yeah. He just got turned onto the show from his friends of his. And he's loving it. He's going to send us some beer cozies, actually. Who's his friend? Uh, Jason Milbank. Oh, Census, census fail. fail. Good old Jason. And that, that's the same Thanks, guy. Jason. You know what? Let's, you know, let's give a shout out to Jason, too. Wearing ATT on the Warp Tour. Did, you get, did we see any that pictures? Awesome. Yeah, we did. It was yeah, awesome. We did. Oh, I want to see some fucking right. pictures. I got some pictures. Ooh, yeah. Jason Milbank Love on the Warp Tour fail. for Census Fail. That's so rad. He said he, he, said he met some, uh, some fans. He did. Show. And that, yeah, he did. So, no way. Oh, yeah. That's cool. that's cool, man. He's repping an ATT on the Warp Tour. I'm not sure how many shows he actually wears the shirt for, but at least one. So doesn't matter. That's doesn't matter. so badass. We made it. <laughs> got this. Oh, I got some. I got an after-hour story I got to tell you. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, like we always like to say on the show at this time, uh, keep those eyes and the skies. It's business time. I don't know what you're trying to do. Socks. Oh, oh, Dan was oh. just socks. It's business, business time. time. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a little rough.
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Yeah, but he also says, you know what? I'm down to just my socks. Yeah, but that's that's we're singing the chorus. Oh, sorry. Just business time, man. It's all good. It's all good. It's business. What's up? What's up? All right. Okay. Quick business time here.